0: why did you say the go so delayed uh because i reached forward for the mouse because i'm sitting in the co-op co- configuration
1: it's my fault
0: co-op, yeah. co-op configuration yeah well, well uh, we have to fit two people at mouse. a desk and there's two right, microphones right. in opposite directions from the desk and that it's, it, no, it's really hard to sit in front of the keyboard and mouse we're like we're like news anchors
1: that's kind of funny
0: mm-hmm. i can't yeah, use that's... any i can't use any of this can i
1: it's kind of like, cold out today
0: it's a no. reaction to a countdown no one heard <laughs> whatever yes, fuck uh... it. welcome to <laughs> this is the, the please just please stop talking level of intro professionalism <laughs> everybody stephanie's back it's been a while hi she's here
1: i work a lot of sundays she's real. sorry
0: yeah it was uh <clears throat> I was very wrong when I thought you'd yeah. be available for this podcast <laughs> you were as, a, like, as a general thing you were
1: like yeah you don't usually do work Sundays I' was like no I, I never said this yeah <laughs>
0: that's not never... I like I must have just misinterpreted some kind of conversation because I thought I thought we literally talked about it and you're like oh yeah I'm available Sundays and you probably literally said hey I work I work on Sundays
1: or like hey I'm available <laughs> this one Sunday
0: <laughs> yeah you might have been available that Sunday and I failed to specify or clarify or something but I definitely thought it'd be more common but anyway, all the way back in episode one, over a year ago, uh, we did, we did a movie. We did, we said just we agreed that the next episode, which turned into two episodes, was going to be us talking about like movie recommendations. And so I figured Stephanie could finally get hers out of the way
1: because. Oh yeah, wow. that's, that's Damn, right. that was so fucking long ago.
0: <laughs> I still recommend us some movies. She seems to have a journal.
1: So, okay, okay, so this is what I did. So, like, earlier today, Keith was like, oh, yeah, you're home today. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Do you want to would be on like the podcast. Lo- I was you like to
0: lose your day? I was like,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that thing. You have to answer that question about Netflix. I'm like, fuck, I haven't watched Netflix for things that were not documentaries in, like, a long-ass time. <laughs> and it has occurred to me that that's basically what I use Netflix for yeah. now.
0: We did break the Netflix rule anyway during that. So, we pretty much just mm-hmm. recommended things.
1: Well, I did actually. I So, I, w- I went and I sat and I was like, okay, I'm going to look through... And basically what I did is I looked through Netflix's like, acclaimed films, because I'm just going to find films I like that just so happen to be on Netflix, because like, that's yeah. the easiest way to do this. But I did realize that there's actually some, like, Netflix has some pretty bomb documentaries, so I wrote down the best ones of those, too.
0: Oh, do you going to do, do documentary recommendations?
1: I, I actually, like, Netflix is, I mean, it's hit and miss, but they make so many that they're, they're bound to have, like, some gems in there. But there's some that are significantly, they're, they're pretty pretty bomb. But as far as like movies that are on Netflix that I just happen to like, because I don't like a lot of Netflix originals. I think they're they do some good a- some good anime. I'll say they did some good anime adaptations I like. But as far as their films, I'm not like super into them. I think the only Netflix film I found that I liked that they made was that uh I I don't feel at home in this world anymore. I didn't realize that was a Netflix movie. That well, I don't yeah, that's I don't feel at good. home in this world that was anymore. on my list. Which is the longest fucking title, but it's the Elijah Wood one. Uh, but yeah, no, no other Netflix like original I looked at. I was like, eh, no, none of these. But the ones I put down that are just good, like the, the the first five that I saw, that I'm like, oh, those are all just actually good movies. I put Magnolia, uh, Uncut Gems was actually really good. I know people like don't remember that uh, Adam Sandler's a good actor, but mm-hmm. if you want to remind yourself that he's like doing bullshit movies, just because you can watch that movie and remember that he's actually a good actor in it.
0: He's been Bruce Willising for decades.
1: Well, he's just like, paycheck, please. Just like please. Bruce Willis. Paycheck, please, and give my friends, like, something to do. So, like, they put all of his friends in his in his dumb comedy movies that really suck. But Uncut Gems was really good. Um, I put Snowpiercer, because that movie's great. Um, I also put Good Time, which I don't think anyone saw. But that was, like, one of those movies I think should have gotten an Oscar. Especially for its soundtrack. I think it was nominated, but it did not win, I don't think. Uh, and that one has the guy from... Um, from... what is good time good time has the guy from um twilight whose name i always forget robert pattinson robert
0: pattinson yeah and it's just a, mm-hmm. it's about
1: a guy that like i think he fucks up a drug deal and he has like a neurodivergent brother who who's an adult who gets basically put in jail as a result of like that something criminal that they did and the whole movie is about him trying to find a way to i think get mo- enough money to for bail and it all takes place in one night and he's like trying to help his brother out of jail And his brother, like, he knows it's not going to do well in jail because his brother, like, has problems and that they're not going to understand him. So he's like, he's just he's just like a bad person trying to, like, redeem himself. And it all just takes place over at one time. But it's a bunch of hijinks as he tries to, like, get money. And... Yeah, bo-
0: both of the main Twilight actors are really good in everything besides Twilight.
1: Oh yeah. No, but yeah. Not honestly. Taylor Lautner.
0: He's actually garbage.
1: Well, he was great in Shark Boy. Wow. Okay. Was he though? He was
0: great in Shark
2: Boy. <laughs> that... I I mean, he was a child <laughs> actor, so that's still debatable. Like
1: I mean, if Shark Boy and Lava Girl was on Netflix, I would have put that down as a recommended film for sure, guys. Like he, is, he has is never been able I... to act in it. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I didn't look into whether or not Shark, <laughs> Shark Boy, Boy and Lava, Lava Girl is on Netflix. But it, I don't know. It might. You think it,
0: that's a hot commodity these days?
1: I liked Spy Kids 3D, um, <laughs> where Sibushemi.
0: The where Elijah Woods in it. For where Sibushemi's in it,
1: and he says he's like he has that line about like God being afraid. He's like, does God stay in heaven because he too is afraid of what he's created? <laughs> and that was a, that was a meme I used for a solid year. That was a great one.
0: I, I i saw that in theaters it, oh i did too. The 3d was not good no it was horrible it was a gimmick and, yeah but it was really bad as a gimmick and the movie was also the worst spike is movie like by far when those were like surprisingly good like they kind of hold up and that one's really 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 bad but hey uh elijah wood's in it for five seconds and then he dies
1: oh yeah i, fr- oh, I yeah. always fucking forget that
0: he shows up as like i think he looked it's supposed to look like he's like the hero that's gonna save everyone like he's the, the the competent protagonist player or some shit and then he's immediately gone and i'm like hey elijah wood that's weird he's not he's taller than i thought he was
1: <laughs> well, <I'm>... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause i think that might have been the first cameo that's i mean it, or not cameo but that's the first role i'd ever seen him in uh it's cameo. No, that wasn't it's Lord of the rings th-
1: You mean he isn't just that small in real life? Wow. I mean, he was even smaller in the other movie I saw him in
0: where he was a child opposite Macaulay Culkin.
1: Opposite
0: Macaulay Culkin? We need to go go over all all these five movies, though.
1: I don't think I've ever seen... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. So I said Magnolia... Which, that's a... Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, if you want to feel fucking really... If you want to cry for a long time. <laughs> it's from
3: 1999. December 17th.
1: Are you look? Do you know that or did you look that up?
3: No, I'm, I looked it up because I don't know any of these ones. So I, oh. I have to uh, at least...
1: No. No, Magnolia is a, yeah, is a Paul Thomas Anderson film. Movies. And it, it basically... It, it, it's like there... It's a perspective of several different people. Um, all... It also takes place all on the same day. But the thing is, is there's like a preconceived notions that you'll have about each one of these individuals that basically gets tested as the movie goes on. Because there's a bunch of characters that are kind of they kind of come off as like maybe scummy or bad. Um, it's got a lot of great people in it. Uh, Tom Cruise plays a like motivational speaker kind of cult leader guy, I, which is really funny to see him in a role like that, because he kind of is like that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Next, you're going to tell me that. Gwyneth Paltrow is one of the first people to die in a pandemic.
1: <laughs> not in this movie, unfortunately, but uh, and it's got um uh, damn it, the uh Doctor Steve Brule, who's I also forget his name all the time. Doctor Steve Brule, or the guy from Dr. Uh, Steve Talladega Nights, the the second to... Jeremy
0: Blackman. Oh no, no, uh, mm.
1: he's not the main guy.
0: Doctor Funnyman's. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's Wreck It Ralph.
1: Yeah, he's Wreck It Ralph uh
0: curly hair he's man. very
1: distinct looking um he's also in the sisters brothers i'm going to have to fucking look that plant
0: up. that's that plant doesn't have a, a, a I can, name I I can... it's too far away Huh? The uh the fucking he's cuz he's in the worthy kids animation that's of a show
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, Doctor rules are really you can, you great can show. You name it after Grandma. Especially if you're like, uh, John
0: C. Riley. Thank
1: you, John, John C. Riley. He plays a police officer who, like, is maybe trying to do a good thing. There's like people who maybe you think might be like drug addicts, and like maybe you feel badly about these people originally. Maybe you have like preconceived notions about maybe maybe Tom Cruise is he's taking advantage of people, but maybe he's a misunderstood person, and you realize this later as like all their stories conflate at the end. It's a very good movie. Really, really recommend it. Probably one of the best movies I can think of but um yeah uncut Gems, snow Circus, because snow Snowpiercer just fucking bomb everything that that guy does
0: is great is I fantastic
1: i think i think i went out of my way to watch every single one of his movies the only one i have not seen is Oakja.
0: let's watch Oakja. i haven't seen Oakja. Okay, i was literally we'll about watch to say that. but i also i still need to watch was it mother and parasite
1: mother oh my gosh so... that's there's, not there's that's not on mo- netflix because there's recommend a lot of that. movies called mother <laughs> yeah but it's not it's not the it's not the uh one by i want to uh, watch that one too darren aronofsky <laughs> that one
0: looks stressful <laughs>
1: that is one of the stressful most stressful movie experiences i've ever had because it just has a pregnant woman in danger for like an hour straight (laughs) and dude if i see a pregnant lady in a movie that even has like any kind of horror elements i'm just like oh fuck this is gonna be stressful for me like just don't pop that balloon on her belly please like don't don't squish (laughs) it like oh no like what if she falls like
0: no the tension (laughs) In her, just, and, uh, both in the plot and her literal belly tension. If I see
1: a really pregnant woman in real life, I'm just like, that's... Str- it just looks stressful. Just face the other way, please. Like, <laughs> Bring out the cushions.
3: Mm-hmm. All the cushions.
1: Yeah, so I'll put bubble wrap on that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also put... So I, I couldn't decide between the last one. I put uh, either, either Raw, which is a French film about... It's a horror film about a girl who is a vegetarian who eats meat on- during a hazing like for college and becomes a cannibal. And she's trying to k- repress it throughout the entire movie, but she's having a really hard time. <laughs> and it, 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 it is a very uh, a- anxiety-ridden kind of movie experience, and it's shot really well. It also, well. Has,
3: it also <laughs> has to do with the idea that once you eat human flesh, you're, you transform into this monster that then cannot stop eating human flesh the becoming a cannibal thing is is an interesting thing I've, but I've, it's a horror movie so it makes sense right
1: yeah and it it, it just like it's, it's about loss of control it's like that in itself is like maybe what mm-hmm. makes it scary i uh i, I was i've been a, i was a vegetarian for a very long time but i always thought to myself that if, if given the opportunity to eat like a consenting adult human flesh like i would definitely try it Mm -hmm. this movie maybe maybe reconsider because if it was too good that might be a problem but (laughs) but no i definitely would be down that i'd have no qualms with that if some guy lost his leg and wanted to have a barbecue and like we could all eat pieces (laughs) of his leg together i would be super super into it so so there
0: (laughs) he's taking barney's message a little too far huh because he's gonna share his leg with all of his neighbors block party i lost my leg in an accident let's eat it
1: no, some guy actually got in trouble for trying to do something like that. Which <laughs> is, I'm, actually, I'm referring yeah, to that. a specific incident. <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> um, the other yeah,
3: there's laws covering that.
1: The other two, I, I put I put the machinist because that movie is just really great. Uh, also, really anxiety ridden. Uh, maybe it's just something that draws me into movies. It's got a Christian Bale, and it, that's the one where he lost an immense amount of weight for that movie. So whenever people like look up like uh, method actors, oh. You look, you look at that movie a lot because he's, he's got immensely emaciated for that movie.
0: He's going to like die 10 years early.
1: It's about a guy who works in a factory. How
0: many times he's like gained and lost massive amounts of weight.
1: Yeah, no. He, yeah, I'm sure he's, it'll be fine. Maybe like, but he, uh, <laughs> he just, him losing his sanity throughout the movie. It's got a really, a really bleak look to it. So it's, it's almost black and white, but it, it's not, it just has a really industrial look to everything.
0: Cause isn't it a movie about insomnia? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. And he just kind of gets more unhinged and you start to question whether or not you're, uh, it's, it's one of those, a like, questionable protagonist situations yeah. where you don't, you're being presented what he knows, but like, you don't know if you trust him the as he's presenting information narrator. to you. Exactly. Cuckoo's nest.
3: The machinist is from 2004. wasn't there, a like an age or an era of movies where they just went really into like desaturating colors
0: or removing certain. Yeah. Color it's gradients still happening. From...
3: <laughs> it's it's still happening. Oh my God. There's, I imagine
0: a, there's, a, there's, to a, there's more just aggressive them. color grading in every big movie. I mean, Marvel movies are just I mean, like what if indies, things though. were gray? What if we just suck the color out of everything what, with a little eyedropper?
1: What did we see? We saw, what, <laughs> if, what movie did we just watch? Uh, where we all watched it together? It was a it was a schlocky movie. Mm. Oh, what was? Oh, I'm getting the name right now, but it's bugging me because it's part of a series. We watched all the all the shitty ones and the uh,
3: Transformers does that as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but we were talking about how the colors on the on the beach were so stupid because. Like the oh. blues were like really blue and the oranges, like everyone looked really orange. Oh. Was it Tremors?
0: Oh, yeah, Tremors. Yeah, we watched because we watched the we watched the most recent two Tremors since I moved in here. And specifically we, Tremors? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are. There's, there's uh
0: there's oh I God. think they're I think they're Netflix movies or something. But uh, oh okay, there we go. Because there's like a cold day too. I'm dye, recommending those. And then. then there's the new one that we just watched. And it was <laughs> it was so bad. But yeah, the color grading was so severe the main character was played by the guy from napoleon yeah 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 who just can't really act like he he only can play that character he can only make
1: that one face he's
0: really weird and awkward i don't i don't get him being in movies he wears a a a different hawaiian
1: shirt every day in that movie it's always a hawaiian shirt
0: (laughs) it's just strange choices but also like i couldn't get over like yeah the color grading was bad the plot and logic from moment to moment was just all over the place It's just a bunch of random people that then they just kind of die in an arbitrary order and then they just run out of characters and then then close it out somewhere. But like, no one is afraid to be on the ground that entire movie. Like, <laughs> the first rule of Tremors never comes up in that movie. Like, there is no The Floor is Lava aspect at
1: all. No, no, they never it's pop so, out of the ground. It's like, so it, frustrating. Or, or I guess they do, kind of. But they really didn't want to animate that. So they had, like, they had, like, <laughs> they had yeah. one scene where there was a dead one, but the, it was just, like, a pile of dirt that they spray painted to look yeah. like it was a dead one. It was very confusing because they're looking at a pile of dirt and they're talking about it like it, it was an animal once, like it was a creature. Yeah. And all of us watching the movie are like, is that supposed to be... One of them, it's a pile of dirt. Like they couldn't afford to like put a fake one there. So they just like were talking about a pile of dirt and pointing at it.
0: They said it in like a like a jungle on an island. So like the entire setting was completely not conducive to this like doing a story of Tremors at all. Like that setting doesn't make any sense. Like they didn't have buildings or like things to hide on or anything. I mean, have you seen did you look I'm looking at their box office for the latest three
3: movies? They never crack two point five million. It's all a cold day in hell is one less than one point five million box box office. They 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 have to it, go for the cheapest place. It a made million? less what than a, It only made a million dollars. <laughs> Can't afford buildings, according to Wikipedia. Anyway, what? Yeah, buildings need like.
0: Someone like, um, has to build those. Why do they keep making them? Yeah.
1: No, I, I don't mean no i'm sure it's it's got to be profitable like it, it, they wouldn't be making them if yeah. they weren't even even unless they're doing a uh but also a like, tax evasion thing because that happens a lot if you can make a movie that sucks enough you can write it off as a you can it could be a tax write-off what there's like a whole level. Uh, you uh, do i that. think
2: i think it's also yeah. probably likely they're trying to retain the rights there's a lot of uh, I just, yeah, the, the, oh, just that, doing the thing yeah. where you got you to you know you have to make something to prove that God, the contract the stays to valid
0: this fucking worthless franchise that doesn't make his money well,
2: <laughs> you say that but like somebody owned the rights to dune and it's was sparked. like i guess we'll make something good out of I'm it and sure the then suddenly a good dune a movie project came out.
0: for that that guy that's in every single movie so
1: what's his name because i found a whole like he has like a whole facebook page and he has a whole bunch of fans and there's a ton of memes of him and it made me so happy to see this because he was so there's only one person who's invested in this movie when you're watching it there's only one person who's he's in every movie and he wears the cool cop glasses the shiny ones and he is the best character but he's the only one who's like genuinely into it and it made me happy because i thought about this kind of this old man who like this is his one thing and he's just he's so enthusiastic and yeah. i found a bunch of memes of him because people apparently he's just like he's a popular dude like people people like his his moxie
0: what I later found out is that there was a Tremors television show, so we're still not completely caught up. There's oh, t- gosh. It's a 2003, 13-episode <laughs> show, which, among other things, has this weird detail oh, that Burt, Burt Gummer. it aired Gummer. out of order Burt, for some reason. At... It originally was aired on the sci-fi channel Out of Order, which is a key... Oh, whenever no! <laughs> I, whenever I hear about shows from the 90s and the 2000s, I always hear about shows that have a chronological like story that just aired in the wrong order on their channels for some reason. Well, like they just somebody all says the time. I think it's it'd so be weird. better
1: if you did it like this. And they're Ma- usually is always it Michael wrong. Gross is what you meant? Yeah, Michael yeah, but Bert yeah, Bert Gummer, Michael Gross. But like Bert Gummer memes are like a whole thing. Like I found a whole Facebook page of them.
0: Oh. Oh the the character. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it- it made me so happy.
0: No, by the time you get to the sixth movie, they're like the in-universe characters worship him, and it's so cartoonish. Oh my God, is that the legendary Gummer? And the, he's like, the, he's like, yes, boy? I
1: am, I am here. He's I like, will
0: save everyone. He's like on some random island, and like. He's, like, in a, on a random island in, like, a self-imposed exile to escape all of society that happens to be one island away from where the next Tremors outbreak happens. And he's and so like, they he, go he, and he's they get him out of retirement. they cut his hair. He I looks even, like a homeless guy. I didn't even recognize And then, him. He,
1: yeah, he cuts his hair and he puts the hat back on. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's him.
0: Yeah. He, like, I don't think any of us realized it was him at first because he needs to have his full costume because he's not a distinct looking person. <laughs> so he needs to have that exact shades and hats set up so you could be like, oh, it's that dude. Exactly. Exactly. It's
1: that guy otherwise
0: you're just like oh it's <laughs> some some hobo dude but yeah it's a tremors tremors two aftershocks tremors three back to perfection tremors four the legend begins <laughs> tremors five bloodlines and that was like a while ago, I think. It yeah, was 2015. No.
1: Which, which, is that the last one we saw?
0: Okay, so so, no. so 4 oh was in 2004. Then there's a 10-year gap, which is the new trilogy of, of too many of them. So Bloodlines was 2015, which we haven't seen together. We watched A Cold Day in Hell like two years ago yeah. on Netflix, which is 2018. And then Tremor's Shrieker Island is the most recent one, which apparently has a box office of $2 million, and it's from 2020. And it's just... It's really bad. The whole thing is so bad. Like, and also they seem to be like, it seems to frame the, them as f- passing the franchise off to John Header, which is no, Why? not only is he bad in the movie or just in general, even by the standards of Tremors actors, but like, why do, we, why do you want, why do you want to like, why does he want to be the new, the new face of Tremors?
1: Dude, John Header has nothing else going on.
0: They, I guess it's like, it's John Hedder and like in- the one, one of the one of the least prominent orange is the new black actors
1: oh yeah no the chick i saw her, i knew her instantly and i was like oh it's cleopatra yeah. all i remember is that she had eyeliner she like yeah she, she did like the makeup tutorial show in from the jail and the, that was like whatever yeah. thing she did she always wore like eyeliner and i liked her but like so there's
0: the two fashion girls and she's the one with the bangs
1: yeah, she was the other one who did the best acting. And she
0: was like so gung ho in yeah, this movie. Yeah, she's just ready to fight a giant worm. She's like she's been waiting <laughs> for this her whole life.
1: Hey, you know Keith? You know what I put down like as a joke? What? Uh, what keeps you alive? That was that bad oh, one that we no. saw with the with the two lesbians trying to kill each other in the forest.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't feel I like might, I, you know I might I might have to. I might have to make that a future commentary video. I was gonna say like
1: I don't want to get into Uh, it because we have too much to say. That's an experience
0: to reveal how many ways that movie. We had such a
1: blast! Like it it reminds me of this movie where like you just just watch some movies because they're just so stupid that it's just fun. That That one we got. Oh, then and and your brother, your brother was like, "I'm never watching a movie with you guys again" because like he hated it (laughs) And, and it was really bad. But like we thought it was very funny, bad. Like it was pretty fucking it was pretty good choice
3: al- what keeps you alive doesn't even have a box office count on wikipedia it's so, so. All, all,
1: it's so all i'm gonna say is like there's two chicks who are dating and they go to a cabin and one of them is so obviously like there to kill the other one and the other one just does not catch on because the one girl's like i know how to shoot guns and like i'm, I'm gonna sing a really ominous <laughs> so- song that my dad taught me about like killing people and also like i'm really good at aiming like i'm gonna practice right in front of you like you're gonna see me do a bunch of stuff with knives and like it should scare you but it doesn't and it's like girl you <laughs> should have right. left on the first fucking day <laughs> like why, why do you think you this together? girl brought you to the middle of nowhere
0: but like, no, there's a there's a little easter egg in my annihilation video where i'm showing all these bad stuff happening in the woods movies and then i show look, <laughs> and i show what keeps you alive and then in the subtitles where i'm showing we're describing what each movie is Uh, right under it's like don't watch this one it's horrible or something one of them gets
1: thrown off a cliff twice that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) is they use the same thing twice and she lived both times (laughs) they didn't even think of a different a different thing to do they just did the same thing two times in a row
3: oh i can you guys are describing it i said that it doesn't even have a box office thing Apparently on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 80% based uh, uh, approval rating. Oh, gosh, no. Those people are wrong. This is why I never pay attention to that. I think
1: maybe they just like the premise of the two lesbians trying to kill each other in the woods. Because honestly, I would have been down for that premise. Just on it. I'm like, all right, put me there. I'm ready to watch that. I don't
0: trust (laughs) horror movies that have a good score on Rotten Tomatoes a lot of the time. The best Rotten Tomatoes score for a horror movie is like 50. Like really divisive and everyone doesn't know what to make of it. Those are like the really fun ones. Like, obviously, there's, mm-hmm. there's, like, the 7% that are just, like, shitty ghost movie trash that are, like, the same movie every single time, and it's, like, the really bad version of that kind of movie, and then there's, like, <laughs> sometimes there's the prestige movie of the year-style thing, like, Get Out or, or something, but, like, usually, like, the really the really mixed results ones are, like, those, those are the fun ones.
1: I felt really bad because there was that one movie that just came out recently, um, Malignant, and... Okay and then one of our friends really wanted to watch it was really excited and he told me it's by uh is it James Wan? Yeah. And I was like oh fuck this is going to suck. <laughs> this is going to be so bad. And they they got like they got kind of offended but i was like i was a little bit toasted so i just like oh this is gonna be bad and then we started watching it and at one point i laughed so hard for like a (laughs) solid two minutes straight like hysterically and i felt like such an (laughs) asshole because i could not stop it
0: i think you were having the intended experience maybe
1: there was a ghost doing parkour and i loved it (laughs) so And in a trench coat in a leather trench coat it made me so happy <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> but Early, no least. one else had that everyone's like it, w- it was good i thought it was good i was like no it wasn't guys it was not scary
0: at the very least like i saw the when i saw, I saw the red letter media video about it because i haven't seen that movie but like they seem completely like no amb like not much ambiguity they're like convinced that like it's supposed to be funny like it seems like you got the intended Mm. experience and everyone else was watching it wrong (laughs) because it sounds (laughs) like it's just supposed to be a really stupid movie like it's too it's too well made in the specific ways that it's bad that it can't be like he can't not know like that was like the takeaway and I think I've I've seen a few other takes like that so I I, I don't know I think the people that take it seriously are like on the wrong channel (laughs) i'm looking at the critical response bit on wikipedia uh
3: it's it's got the 75 on rotten tomatoes percent uh but apparently the critics are saying that it is supposed like it's bonkers and it works stuff like that yeah
1: it's really hokey like it's really hokey i'm not gonna spoil like the whole thing but the but the whole the 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 twist is so hilarious And 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 i knew it was gonna affect people in that way because the next day like a couple days later on um instagram i saw like a bunch of like like some artists that i like making like mock-up um like movie posters for it and stuff yeah. like trevor trevor henderson like i did siren head like i follow him mm. he does a lot of scary like he does some fun scary pictures and he like he made like a mock-up for it because he liked it so much he's like i love malignant <laughs> and i'm like okay this hit some people the same way it hit me i'm glad i'm not like the only person but like everyone in the room that night that we were watching it was like they were trying <laughs> to take it super seriously and you could tell like it hurt them that i didn't think it was scary and I laughed, <laughs> and like i felt really bad but i couldn't i just couldn't I couldn't help it. Like, I was having such a good time.
3: Yeah, I, <laughs> I understand that, watch it still. that position. I've been up in there as well. That's why I don't watch movies with people anymore. But there's some all.
0: very high score horror movies that are really bad. Like, uh, like, I guess, like, apparently, fucking What Keeps You Alive, which is just an awful movie. But, like, the, uh, was it uh, The Quiet Place Part 2 was just kind of pointless and stupid.
1: I wasn't super into the first one, it, it to was. be honest.
0: Yeah, but, like, that was, it was a really pointless sequel to the first one that just retreads the same stuff but worse and less scary although it is, there's a few scenes that are hilarious with how violently those things just slap people around <laughs> but uh but the uh and then there's was it hush i think is the one with the uh the deaf protagonist yeah that's like,
1: that was another one that i watched with friends that, that yeah. also took it more seriously than me because my whole so time was, bad. Like, I was like why doesn't she do this why doesn't she's she? she's so
0: she wants to die the whole movie
1: well i understand that she, and it's the same
0: actress from like all the all these good things i see like she's in she's in gerald's game and she's in all of the uh the like haunting of hill house and blind manor and the new that new one that, uh midnight mass that i like so, like, she's in a lot of stuff I like, but that movie was miserable because she just wants to die. She, like, she makes the worst choice every second or s- just stands still while things happen and just lets the movie keep happening. And it's so infuriating.
1: Yeah. No, there's, like, a lot of choices that she could have made that would have been a lot more, like... yeah like that in movie her, in her best interests but that,
0: that movie literally has one scene that's a, that makes good use of the premise which is that somebody is being murdered right outside her glass window and she doesn't hear any of it because she's deaf and like that juxtaposition and then you can just turn the movie off 5 minutes in because the rest of the movie is just like her making just the most infuriating choices or literally just watching. So at one point somebody comes in to save her and is very slowly murdered outside of her house while she just does nothing the whole time knowing it's happening and just watching. And I'm like, get something heavy, bitch. What are you doing? Like, just help. That's not like the guy has a gun. Like what the fuck? Just help, do something. Do you want to die? This is your only chance. I was losing my fucking mind, and then I look it up on Round Tomatoes. It's like, oh, it's like eighty-five or something. I'm like wrong. It, it's a, yeah, it's ninety-three. I hate so it. It's all, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> horror movies it have such like, a good spread. Like it's weird. Horror movies are like you can. I think horror movies have the most capacity to make a bad version of it. It's just something so special yeah. about horror movie culture. Where it's like you can make a fantastic one, hereditary, <laughs> hereditary, Yeah. or you no, can make
0: no all, all the best horror movies turn for... people off because they're actually effective at being their genre, and then people don't like it.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's a divisive one. Yeah, because I went to I went to the theaters with people who didn't like that one.
0: Oh yeah, and I was like, and, damn, and, this and, and is Midsommar. so
1: good. People walked out of that theater, and that made me. I thought that was funny. There's a lot of
0: people that did not like hereditary and Midsummer, and even even uh, even uh, what's it called? It follows. People have, like, really annoying, dumb takes at it.
1: I thought it was creative.
0: But I also I also couldn't get over the fact that the villain was just, like, behaving like a supernatural villain that just, like, fucks with you for no reason as opposed to, like, accomplishing anything. So I think there were several moments where he could have just ended it or made any more progress. And he's just, like, for some reason, like, slowly... I don't remember if he had motivation or not, but I don't think he did. I think he just was that genuinely trying to, like, accomplish his goal of killing her or... Breaking in or whatever, and she just was like, "I'm gonna act like a movie villain and draw this out pointlessly." Because wait, wait
1: you talking about Hush again? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say you, <laughs> you like you, you didn't you enough. didn't like announce that you're going back, so I was like, "Are you talking yeah, no. about It Follows?" Because that's yeah, not... I thought we were
0: talking oh, about no, yeah, hereditary. No, 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 Sorry.
3: The both hereditary and the other one that you mentioned, Midsummer, came out of the Sundance uh, Film Festival. That thing is prolific, isn't it?
1: Yeah. No, I think those are both like high level. Like I, I, think that they're good highbrow horror movies, and I, mm-hmm. I got my little brother to watch both of them. I remember I, I we watched Midsummer in theaters together, and he's like he, I think he was like sixteen at the time. And the movie ended, and I was like, I just kind of looked over at him, and he was like, I loved it. And I'm like, oh, so I was like, good, okay, because I was, <laughs> I was gonna, I could see this going very differently depending on who you go see that movie with, because it would oh, hit yeah. people really not the right way. And I was like, "Cool, we have like the same taste." And he told me I made him watch Hereditary recently. He said that was the scariest movie he's ever seen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still haven't gotten around to it. I have it on my shelf.
3: It's we, got we, a really creepy cover, or the uh, it's a poster. I'm looking at a poster. Hereditary or Midsummer? Yeah, Hereditary. Midsummer, I I have I haven't seen, but I I know the premise and
1: midsummer is like the best horror movie i've ever seen that takes place during like broad daylight that's like the best part about (laughs) it it's just totally super daytime i know it's gonna be
0: hard to beat the village
1: i you know (laughs) when i was a kid that kind of hit me right like i kind of liked i was like that's a cool twist like the little yeah little monster outfits like i thought the village had a cool twist i was into it
2: i don't think i've seen any of these movies i don't think i've even heard half of these movies
1: yeah. Well, I guess I mean then I'm I'm recommending them to you because I I, I watch the ones a lot we didn't. of. Yeah. No, um... don't
2: watch Spy Kids
3: 3D. That's don't do that. <laughs> That's I, I, the I, uh, sorry, I've
2: seen I've seen that one. <laughs>
3: okay, oh, good.
1: No. You're you're at the top tier then. No. You're like you're you're watching you're watching cursed uh, some Oscar Oscar bait right there. Yeah,
2: I've I've seen Spy Kids. I've seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I've seen the classics, but like I've never seen these. <laughs> that was uh, true.
0: I was trained I by know. the classics.
1: I also wrote down Osmosis Jones because I thought that would be funny to mention. <laughs> Osmosis <I> just,
0: Jones <laughs> is also a classic. Ah, uh, Z and Drix.
1: I got to watch it in uh, I got to watch it in science class as a kid. I'm like, I don't think there's a lot you can really learn from this movie, but it's fun. Like, I'm the Bill Murray scenes gross me out though because he just does the, a lot of gross you, stuff
0: you don't like the fucking like the zit like, and the, the vomit zit, the and attack the zit that like launches that at somebody egg.
1: Else. He, he's like a hard-boiled egg that was in a chimp's mouth and I was so not down he's, for that he's like
0: trying to die <laughs> <Yeah>. his, <laughs> his daughter's tempt- like
1: take care of yourself dad what are you doing he's just
0: tempting fate <laughs> every moment he can take me out world
1: <laughs> I think he hated being in that if I remember right that and, and Garfield was like <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was worth it for the joke zo- the joke in zombie land
1: that was the in zombie land 2 that was like the only <laughs> that movie was like pretty eh, but like yeah. last, the last the after the credit scene of him like at the the garfield press conference for the movie for, oh. for the movie garfield and then that's like basically where ground zero was for the zombie outbreak mm. and him fighting Wait. zombies like at the garfield press release was very funny to me
2: there's the second zombie land yeah yeah why don't
1: don't worry about it yeah I was gonna <laughs> say, honestly don't don't even stress like it, it you're wasn't not missing great anything. it was fine
2: 10 years after the events well wh- wh- why yeah, it's a long
0: apocalypse apparently
1: the only thing i they thought the was same actors, funny but... was the girl the only thing i thought was kind of funny was they had a, they had a girl who basically was locked in a freezer this whole time which is obviously never how this actually works and oh no she wasn't frozen i think she just was living in a mall or something all by herself so when she comes out she's like totally like nothing's changed for her and she talks like a valley girl mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god like na 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 she doesn't like realize zombies exist so like she's just out there being like
0: yeah she was like the most fun part of the movie wasn't she I like totally there was something good about that I don't, I don't remember how it went
1: like it was like it was fine it was it was goats. okay to watch
0: but not like worth seeking out
1: yeah no it was it was really the dumb. first
0: zombie pretty fucking good
1: <laughs> yeah no it's a fun one
0: it's pretty tight
1: a long time ago, somewhere on the internet, somewhere, there was a photograph of me holding up a Zombieland t-shirt because <laughs> I was at the horror movie convention where they were first like advertising. I think had, like, it hadn't even had commercials yet, but they were like talking about how this movie was going to come out. And I was at that horror movie convention trying to meet the guys from, uh, I was there to meet the guys from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, mm. except for Rob Zombie. He's not there, but like the, the Devil's Rejects without Rob Zombie, they were all there. And- uh ah they're they're creepy in real life too it's it was fun but uh i yeah so they're like they're, they're like oh yeah you want to like hold up a shirt so and it's like a 4xl so like it covers like this is all I had left and so i'm just holding up this gigantic shirt that i wore a pajama shirt like for two years until the movie actually came out because i had it for so long ahead of time and they just they <laughs> took a picture of me so somewhere on the internet there's a photograph of me holding up a zombie shirt to promote the movie you
0: were part this of was, the app, you were you were a
3: zombie man groupie
1: Huh? the first one yeah for the
3: fir- for the first movie
1: yeah yeah and on, like honestly they're promoting mm-hmm. it like I, in fact i forgot about it until like a couple years later i saw like a commercial for it and i was like oh shit i have a shirt and i pulled it out of the closet i'm like yeah this one <laughs> i had it i threw it away because it was just taking up so much space in my now just need a shirt
0: of you excitedly holding up the shirt and just on a loop
1: oh man i would i would do that
0: <laughs> that's your memento all right we have an ancient email for you I don't even remember what it says anymore. Uh, Ryan Norris in November 4th, 2020. Hi Ryan. (laughs) I'm sorry. I am curious to know more about Stephanie's love of Jim Henson. How did it start? Has she seen the Muppets and costumes in person at exhibits or museums? And has she watched Farscape produced by the Henson company?
1: Um, okay. Jim Henson. The reason I love him is because I was watching like old school, old school, old school Sesame street when I was a little kid. And that's like, that's where that started. Um, my that was like my definitely my favorite kids show. I didn't I didn't do Barney. I didn't do any of the other ones. I did Teletubbies. I did Teletubbies, but I was just super into old school, uh, old school Sesame Street. I love the format and the mixed media, which is also why I think I like claymation so much. Mm. Is like I like how they had the little bits made by different, um, basically different like artists to represent. Like, oh, we're talking about the number three today. Like, here's a cartoon about the number three. Here's a song about the number three. Here's a claymated short about the number three. And you have all these characters and there's such like a nice sense of community. And I thought it was just one of the most wholesome things I've ever experienced. Then I got older and I saw what the real world world was like. And I'm like, I wanna go back to Sesame Street. So it's just like I'm gonna just keep that in my heart forever. So I can visit <laughs> it anytime I want. Um, and then from there I you know, I watch all the Muppet movies, obviously. But yeah, Dark Crystal, that was a big early one. Mm-hmm. And I watched Labyrinth when I was really little, and I had the biggest, fattest crush on on Jareth, because boy. Like who the fuck the... doesn't? He's a beautiful, beautiful man. Which is,
0: oh my god, I lost his name. And even
1: as a kid, I was like, mm, like I feel strange about this, but it was <laughs> 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 like my first crush.
0: <laughs> I can't remember the musician's name. What the fuck? David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, there we go. I got and it. actually, I, right I, now, I, I, in this I, point I in time, it. you didn't, you didn't get me. <laughs> I have
1: David Bowie in my background right now because I have a beautiful picture of him. <laughs> he's just such a he's such an androgynous, beautiful person.
0: Ziggy Stardust. Yeah,
1: showing pic- I'm showing uh, Keith the picture of David Bowie on my screensaver. But, um, and then I think like Jim Pence is just one of those people that uh just always created. And if you ever listen to him talk, he is uh he always just comes off as such a genuine and nice person. I find it heartbreaking that like most of his projects were not received well. Like he just he want like, yeah. he had a vision of something and he was really passionate about uh, about everything he did. Fraggle Rock saved the world. You ever, did you ever watch the defunct land I watched, episode about I watched fraggle rock
0: every yeah. defunct land video about jim henson well i cared more oh. about that than any of the actual premise of the channel which is disney
1: there's like a there's <laughs> just like a joke about how like fraggle rock caused the the berlin wall to be knocked down because <laughs> it like came out it was like the first uh english or it was like the first like american show to be shown i want to say in like con- i think it's a like, communist russia or something hmm. And it has such a sense of community to it, to like to such an extent that they allowed the uh, live action parts to be redone with like different people from different countries to make it seem remember. more authentic to their culture.
0: We've got more Jim Henson to watch that neither of us have seen yet. Because I, I have the I have those DVDs of the storyteller uh, show that we still need to watch. I totally oh, yeah, forgot okay. about that. I want, I want to track that. I, it's because of... Uh, it might have been a Quentin Reviews video, or it might have been the uh, Defunct Land videos about Jim Henson. But I found out about like there's like this whole like mythology series that they did, like around the time of Fraggle Rock and everything like that. Whereas these these legends and so on, and it was all mixed in with puppets and stuff, and it was all produced by Jim Henson. And like I literally never heard of it before, so I just tracked that all down.
1: I think uh, like like puppetry is such a it's such a. St- It's such an outlier in performative arts, like for a while it was really irrelevant. So like for somebody to be like, I'm really passionate about this enough to devote a lot of time and effort into perfecting it. And I just hope somebody out there likes it. I mean, granted, it was like a really slow start for Jim Henson, but like he he took something that basically was super relevant to everybody and made it like a, a staple of American culture. And, and i now, expect him a lot now it's for that really
0: hard like he's just the guy that you think of if you mention mentioned puppets he like, tried really
1: really hard to not compromise his own ideals and it, that's why it's heartbreaking now when i think so i haven't seen uh farscape if, if, if it's newer i usually i'm kind of avoidant of anything that comes uh, out after he's died
0: farscape's not is that older when did jim henson die like early 90s 90 90? i mm, yeah i don't know how that lines up it's definitely from the 90s though if it's it came a, it's out... a 90s sci-fi show that I actually grew up watching a bit, but I don't remember it that well. But it was just like, what if Star Trek had really weird costumes and was really colorful and odd? Like, that was the sort of aesthetic. There was a lot of long-running uh sci-fi sar- shows back then, along with, like, there's there multiple Star <laughs> Trek shows and so on. And then there was... Uh, there was Farscape, which had, like, all these, like, a lot of prosthetics and some really strange-looking people and this woman that has, like, full-body makeup. And it was just aesthetically really different from, like, uh, what, is it? what else was airing around the time? Like, Sliders, Star Trek, Stargate, and so on. Like, it was always, like, here's a bunch of normal white people, humans, one black guy, and then one alien. And, like farscape is like 50 percent or more it's almost entirely non-human characters it looks like and there's like one little puppet dude and a lot of weird costumes and i don't remember what any of it was about (laughs) but i definitely liked it at some point
1: it looks it actually looks really fun i'd be willing to give it a shot i I just don't i don't like a veer towards sci-fi super often and also like i said i'm I'm like more hesitant with anything that came out after jim henson died because boy disney put their little clammy little evil hands all over that and i don't trust them at all. Like,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I remember this person. Yeah. I remember. I recognize this person. I found that has like a horseshoe, <laughs> I don't, I don't know horseshoe crab shaped head. Beautiful horseshoe crab I can't say I'm what the show's Muppet? about though. I don't remember any. Yeah, there's a. Uh, oh yeah, no! It, yeah, it, I think they're a puppet.
1: Well, it's a. They're well, a, a large might puppet. Might be a pu- uh, puppet. It's it's really cool how much. Okay, so they have like they have like the Muppets, and then they have ones that are like the costumes. So you have like characters that are in the Muppet costumes. Then you have like things that are like. Oh, or like if when you look at like a, the dark crystal, you have those like weird little roly poly, oh, soldier yeah. dudes. I don't know what they're called. But like, but like there's so much. You, yeah, yeah, you always have to
0: wonder how they're being puppeted. The, the like, mechanics of this stuff is so awesome. There's like fifty sticks.
1: <laughs> you ever like looked up how Big Bird works? Where it's like oh, he's like sticking his hand up for the mouth, of Big Bird, yeah. and then he has like there's like a whole there's an amazing art to all of this it's
0: like a whole thing that's like they're like holding they have like straps on their shoulders that's holding the whole thing up and like one arm's controlling stuff inside the bird while the other hand is all the way up inside the face but like <laughs> yeah it's really weird What's really weird about watching dark crystal is all those scenes with all the skexies that are in the uh like the main room your entire sense of where the floor is is just wrong like you think the floor is where the floor should be. Oh no, like, it's always, it just it's always makes sense higher. But right? there's yeah, the skeksis are all really high in the air because like four people are piloting each one. Like there's so many people in that room so that like eight skeksis <laughs> can all be worked. Like there's just so many people crawling around on the floor under those things and they're they're all like they're all like at least four feet in the air and they're just hovering around like ghosts doing that like fucking Disney like the Disney ghost dancing room place. from
1: from the labyrinth. That one
0: is that. Is it from Labyrinth?
1: That one that scares everyone. Like
0: I think there's like a. There's, I, sh- I think there's there. like an attraction that recreates it, like some sort of haunted mansion ghost dancing thing.
1: Oh, that might yeah. Like yeah. I, like, it,
0: like 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 all of those Jim Henson, uh, all the, all those Jim Henson like setups look like that basically in person because the whole scene's happening in the air above the actors, and then the camera just frames it like that's normal height, it, and you it, just believe it.
1: It is funny to think about how like when like Jack Black. Is like on the set of the of the Sesame Street, talking about how great octagons are because that's that's what he was there for. Yeah. And he's, he's talking to uh, it's like Elmo or somebody, and almost so almost like sitting on like a wall, like Charlie Brown style, where he's like just having conversation sitting on like a tall wall. But you know, behind there's just this big black guy. There's just voices. because that's yeah. who puppet's Elmo, and so like, Jack Black just has to ignore. That there's just a giant man crouching <laughs> like behind this, <laughs> this wall and have like a a genuine conversation with like a, a muppet. But they're really good at like convincing you because when they bring the kids on the show, the kids like don't ever even glance at the person. They're so enraptured yeah. by by Elmo, like they're just having like a whole fucking conversation. They're like Kermit, like. What's your favorite color, Kermit? Like they're, they treat them like real people because they have like such a sense of identity that when they when they go on talk shows and things, you don't they don't have a script. They just talk to like Jay Leno or whatever. But they're just they know their characters so well they can just have a back and forth as their character, and it takes no effort whatsoever.
0: It's the magic of powerful fake eye contact,
1: and they're really just That's so terrifying.
0: <laughs> Those dead eyes, I would, just staring I would deep love into to your soul. But just like to be
2: that character to have the weight of like. It, whatever you say is like canonical of its opinion I guess like no not- one's asking <laughs> no one's asking like Kermit hard hitting questions like uh, like hey Kermit what's your geopolitical stance on this and he's not like uh, well sorry I just don't think that uh, these people deserve rights like he's not <laughs> you oh, know no. he's not like He's not making any kind of like grandiose, like terrifying, uh, implicating statements. It's just, but it's like weird to think about when you say something, it's like, Kurt, what's your favorite color? He's like, ah,
1: purple. And he's like, what the fuck? What did you just say? It's obviously <laughs> green motherfucker. Like, you yeah. got it wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like how does is he, like when he's rude, is that canonical that he's rude to Jay Leno?
0: Like he doesn't like Jay <laughs> Leno? Dude, I hope he's um, rude to Jay
1: Leno. Like I I'd, I'd think that would be really funny.
0: It's just, Kermit's about to I spill some tea
1: kermit's always kind of sassy some
0: Lipton tea i don't
1: don't know the most with it
2: i'm just like imagining like what is the how could you take this character off the rails like what is the pull
1: pull a kramer that would probably be like that might do it
2: i'm just like how do you hijack kermit and turn him into a repulsed icon and not a beloved (laughs) one is like such a uh, a lot of power to give somebody you better um, trust
1: that person a lot on live TV so I, uh, to not ruin your character I just, forever. Uh, I think uh, Jordan Peterson has got some good ideas. Oh no, <laughs> that's
0: that's what I mean though. It's like
2: it's it's scary to me to think that like there's a person behind that puppet, and that person could. Yeah. Technically say something awful, even if it's not, it's not on purpose. But it's just like they could say something, it's like that's it. You maybe should, a, like solidify. Maybe women
0: in the workplace
1: is subverting the natural order. I, uh, I don't believe in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no. I mean he it's uh, fine. I don't He's need to f- wear a mask. Fine, I, uh, a frog. I think
2: I have natural immunity.
0: As a frog. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I always I, think about when there's all these voice actors that go on YouTube or in Twitch specifically like wow like like it's like a like like the guy from detroit become human reacts to this or like lego she reacts to this and it's the actor and that plays him on youtube stuff. and he's leveraging their audience they're leveraging that role they played elsewhere as a, a handle to like get famous and grow an audience on youtube but they're doing it as the character and their whole gimmick is to like do thi- like mm. it's like oh this character says this on youtube isn't that funny and it's like it's cute if it's like doesn't go anywhere but it can go bad so fast if, if they actually yeah. start making some major mistakes like
2: it's interesting too because like i know um this is this is the same thing that happens like with anime you'll see there'll be like these dumb talk shows uh in japan and you'll have the voice actors on and they'll ask like really stupid questions to the actors uh and ask them to answer it in the as the character so, you know, it's stuff like, if you were stuck on a ship, what would you do? And they're like, I'd kill that person. You're like, whoa, I can't um. believe he said that in that voice. And it's like, there's like, there's this level of, uh, you know, like, I don't know. Fans br- want to just it.
0: bring in the the Winnie the Pooh voice actor and start hitting with trolley problem questions. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I, no, no. I you got to bring in Eeyore over. with that shit. Eeyore would be I'd such a great. Over for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'd probably just let him die. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Eeyore, you can't do that! Don't die!
0: It's fine, Piglet. You can pull the lever. (laughs) I don't wanna Eeyore! Well, Well, Marsh, I sure hate what they're saying, but they have the right to say it. Wake me up! (laughs) It's just the fucking like, 4pm news circuit, but it's entirely our children's voice actors. I I but I like there's
2: a there's this weird so there's like this uh there's the valley where you have this like beautiful uh, animation valley. I like to think of it like toon world from Roger like you know who framed Roger Rabbit where you have this oh, like yeah. uh you have this like scale or um uh spectrum where things are like clearly cartoonish <laughs> and then it slowly gets into like too real and the, hor- the uh, horror
0: of corrupting these cartoon characters but putting them in the real world
2: yeah there's like there's this like milk- enjoyable paint thinner yeah there's this enjoyable aspect of taking someone uh taking like an icon that's so beloved or so well known and it has like a such a solidified personality that you can't like you can't mess up goofy goofy is very solid as a character you know know. there's that
0: there's that fucking child abuse meme that's goofy (laughs) that's that's not doing great things for him but
2: (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying is like there is there are these there are these moments where you could like take this character who's so solid in its in, in its personality, its execution, everything, and like just do one thing that is so out just so far left field and people are just taken back, and they like they have to try to like wrap their heads around like what what? Is this funny or is this concerning? What is like what's happening here? Um and it's like but you have like, you know, Real cartoon like so in real world you have cartoons and like Family Guy or whatever Netflix thinks are adult cartoons. I don't even know what they think are <laughs> <Yeah>. adult cartoons. <laughs> um whatever the like I'm gonna copy Family Guy's art style, but uh Big Mouse. B- yeah, like, like I can't even look but at But not the I'm not gonna hire movie. any writers That's for true. it. We're just gonna Yeah. Um but those kind of shows like it's not as it's not as interesting to see cartoon characters saying fuck in that uh, in that aspect, because it's not. These are characters that are. aren't they're not <laughs> built, you know, they're just like they exist to be. Well, they're supposed uh, to be
1: people, I guess, more so. So like they're, they're them having faults and things is like it's all right because it's there for the purpose of comedy. Like this, like it's yeah. part really broke us. Well, I mean, first Simpsons, but I think Simpsons is more uh i don't know i don't I mean, want to say wholesome
0: but like south park leaned heavy on yeah that. south
1: park was really the one that like they're like we're they gonna were... just push like our cute little cartoon characters and have them say awful things so
0: they also just have a lot of episodes where they just take somebody else's cartoon character and make them do something horrible it, oh, they had a
1: whole like a whole episode with like a like the million crossovers remember like they had a oh, whole yeah. uh, like fantasy land where like every made-up character lived and so they were all in there but yeah they really broke yeah, us into that i guess
2: it, yeah, and so I'm just thinking, like, there is there is something fun about thinking of these wholesome, like, solidified characters in those kind of, co- like, shows. Um, but not in the way that those shows present them. Like, so, you know, like, Family Guy or South Park have done that, where they take, like, Mickey or Kermit or something and give them, like, adult jokes to say. Um, but there's, like, it's still it's still too much on the cartoonish side. Like I, I still I want it to like breach over like
1: you you want it to come off as more like genuine and candid like like yeah if, if Mickey Mouse one day just had like a he like mm. gave a deep sigh and had this pulled, pulled up a chair on his on his webcam and just laid into Disney really hard talked about all the atrocities <laughs> he's like you know yeah what, like this and then he, kind he, of he, thing. he shoots himself in the it's head like, like
0: this is getting dangerously like, be- close to like brand Twitter for cartoons. <laughs>
2: I'm just thinking of like the idea, you know, like the you have know, the voice
0: actors something. Day, you guys. I do I like
1: he, I, I do like Meat Canyon. I think Meat Canyon kind of <laughs> is trying to do that. Some I mean it's, it's hit hit or miss but some of theirs I actually I really like.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just the again it goes back to like something something's really enjoyable about watching uh a a character that's so solid be uh, so outrageous to the audience that has this like firm belief in that character, like they know who it is, and what it does, and seeing like, it just like, like when, uh... completely tarnish it is like oh my god, what's going on? Like Kermit off the rails is like a terrifying thought because it's just such a how do you how do you recover how do you recover Kermit you know like if you, how do you uncancel Kermit <laughs> like it's a, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> there was a, a lawsuit a long time ago. Um, it it, it, it ended up not being true. And actually it's funny. Okay, so there was like a lawsuit a long time ago about a person in a costume at Disneyland molesting someone, right? But they proved that it wasn't true because it was the opposite of like the O. J. Simpson case, where it's like the, the it was with the gloves, because the gloves wouldn't have allowed them to molest somebody because they couldn't take the gloves off and the gloves are big padded things and it, all the things that the person said had happened couldn't have possibly happened because it's there's no flexibility allowed in the gloves to have done the things that were said what? to have been done yeah no They're it's real uh, yeah. granular
0: <laughs>
1: like <laughs> wait <just> a second <laughs> the
2: characters are are one at disney it, i'm assuming this is disneyland
1: yeah it's it's disneyland it, it wasn't a, it was an adult it wasn't a child molestation case it was like an adult who's like oh this this character like grabbed my ass or something and it was it was still, like a big deal uh
2: still it's just like it is unless this happened in like the 1970s it is absolutely impossible that this character wasn't in like a sightline for 360 degree from like hundreds of people well that, that there's no up, way and
1: they, they can't fucking see out of their mask that's the other thing is like they, they brought the costume in to show like hey dude like you can't i can't see shit like
2: they couldn't even see your ass they wouldn't even know if you had one they're like all they could literally see is their handler maybe if they're lucky and they pray that they can see their handler because that's like the only line of defense they have
1: and and they they have one i don't think your handler would let you like yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it's like there's
2: there's like so many people there and it's it's like it's terrifying trying to i couldn't imagine being one of those poor costume people you're just like mugged the moment you walk out of anything you're like hey
1: look it's donald fuck god just get back it's Don, just well, get back like, you can tell they're like they're like, trying to go on their break like they're trying to leave for like the secret door oh, yeah and like, you, people are like trying to flag them down like oh like i came all this way just to see you donald duck and there's this immense sense of guilt as this person like has to kind of turn around yeah. and, like cut into their 15 minute break to like <laughs> (laughs) sign a stupid autograph book like
2: I love the I love the handlers because they they always feel as if they're they're like one step away from like wishing they had cattle prods it's you can tell they're like as they're trying to get like okay it's time for your fifteen minute break and like we have to follow this really specifically because this fucking suit is just built to murder people so yes. like you need oh to you need to leave and like someone's like oh but it's Goofy I want to shake his hands like sorry Goofy really has to go you're like,
1: Goofy's gonna pass <laughs> out like yeah it's
2: like you can see the handlers are like panicking sometimes they're like just, just fucking run Goofy I'll back you up. <laughs> like,
1: I'll so, hold him back and, you know, like,
2: <laughs> like it's just it's so weird to see uh like and it, it's it's funny too because these people just like go in the back and like take the costume off and some you know like some new person comes out the the same door and the person that was there like i wanted to see Goofy. He's like there's a new character that's all that matters now like there, everything <laughs> Stitches everyone <here> and, now <laughs> yeah like every like every child at disneyland has like hyper add it's like the t- top tier add you could like throw 16 People out of a room and they'll be excited to see all of them individually like every single one will be excited. there's just too much to look um, at like
1: it's like overwhelming yeah. even as an adult oh, yeah if i go there i mean grant i'm actually going there next month i'm i don't know if i'm looking forward I'm to it so <laughs>
2: sorry for uh, your yeah, loss <laughs> i'm
1: uh i'm being roped into like a family vacation and i hope I, you guys book
2: the rides you want
1: you know i'll uh, do I, I just watched that <laughs> defunct land episode on fast oh, pass <laughs> and they, they showed clips of like two hours long. It, yeah, was it two really hours was long. It's good. But, uh, cause I, I've been here for all those iterations. Like I, my family used to take me three times a year from the yep. time I oh. was full, like three or four up until I was like old enough to say I didn't want to go. So same, it, it was, same here. Yeah. I was like 15 or something. So I, I've honestly gone to like the Disneyland in LA, like straight up at least 40 times. And that's an under guess.
0: And yeah. Yep. I could
1: tell you. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's the same. But I could tell you like where every bathroom is. If you want to type yeah, of food, is. I could tell you exactly yeah. where to get it. I like. I know all the shit, right?
0: Apparently, but... when we did that level drawing game, like when I did Dark, Souls, I, did I could have done that. Apparently, you, know you should have drawn every ride.
1: I mean, like I said, <laughs> it's different now. I've oh, yeah. seen all the new, all the no, new like the Star Wars o- dumb stuff. That yeah, the only about. thing
2: that's changed is Star Wars. Like nothing else has changed about Disneyland. You can still draw that map, and it's still the same map. Uh, all they did was just like took a empty space in the back of the park
0: and added a fucking well they, ec- got, ri- well, they got rid of Millennium that one Falcon. attraction was, what is it the one that Jenny Nicholson was, was obsessing over cause like there's just like this like abandoned animatronics in this one building oh, and then mine one cars? of them disappeared the... one day <laughs> The mind. Uh, you're talking, the you're talking about the gone. the
1: world of tomorrow. The rotating building.
0: No, it's just like a dude, like buzzy or some shit.
1: Th- that's a different oh. place. Is that
2: That's not, Disney is World. That like, oh. you're, t- you're talking
0: about Disney World. Disney
2: World in Florida is the oh. is like the the big giant park with Epcot Center and like Animal Planet or Animal kingdom yeah, and yeah, whatever animal kingdom, like all that which, yeah, I, 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 I debate remember. the, e- been the been ethics on Texas.
1: that i'm like i don't know how i feel about animal kingdom you know
2: it's disney it's not good it's just or it's not ethical it's just you know magical <laughs> think
3: of, i think about <laughs> yeah, ethical of and magical aren't the
1: same thing there can be very far <laughs> apart <laughs> no, there's no, no ethical
3: l- magic magic in disneyland
1: when i was watching that defunct episode like they were they were showing clips of like those Dis- disney moms and they're just youtubers who have like the disney ears on and they're like "So like, we're gonna go in 60 days so i'm gonna show you how to book your fast passes 60 days in advance make sure you book your last day first mm-hmm. and dude, they pull out excel sheets and fucking flow yeah. charts and shit yep. and they're like they're like if you refresh every few seconds you might be able to pick up a flat fast pass on the app that somebody like dropped out of and i'm like dude Am I and this, like, you,
0: this is how you yeah. end up as a national Lampoon vacation where you just, you're just like not having any fun. My
1: only options, like the only options to enjoy this, right, is either to be one of these awful people, which in itself makes it. I would hate to spend time doing this and making an Excel chart about the rides I want to go on. Do you think on, people or, will
0: hire people or, to manage their Disney vacation the same way people do taxes for people?
1: You could, honestly, <laughs> yeah, could it's be called whole, it's called
0: a travel agent.
1: <laughs> ah. dude. Oh man, there, there is such a market for that, and that makes me sad. But
0: yeah. I get stressed out if I have a vague blueprint for my week on when I think I'm going to work versus do other things and then, some, <laughs> then somebody introduces a new thing and I have to like sit there and think about how it's going to change things like that bothers oh, God. me like you would so getting to hate Disneyland. The idea of <laughs> fucking micro planning every day of a multi-day trip to the minute to do all these stupid well, attractions would I would hate the idea so much. The, the, the long term like miserable. conclusion
1: of that of that episode of Defunct Land basically is you can either be the person that does all this planning Ugh. and enjoy your time or you could be the the sucker who waits in line for hours and hours because they know you already paid for this and you're not going to leave. And those are like, that's basically what it comes down to. You're either one of those. I two just people. go to Six Flags. And I know I'm going to be the second person because I'm not going to do all this Excel sheet <laughs> yeah. planning BS. It's not, so It's just a, I'm it's just not gonna a have special to theme
0: park. It's I'm going to have to wait in line Go longer. to another one
1: wait line longer because people like those Disney moms exist and they created a system that only benefits people that are going to be obsessive.
0: Do they even have a shark tunnel? I bet they don't have a shark tunnel. Let's go to Six Flags. <laughs> Maybe
1: at Animal Kingdom.
0: I don't know. let just go to fucking yeah. Vallejo. And no, they the don't have a shark tunnel. Them. Fuck you, Disneyland. You, you're far you away. To go to stupid to Six Flags.
2: Things. Six Flags <laughs>
0: sucks. So they have boring. a shark tunnel. I could just go through it like six more times. You could go to an aquarium that has like a whole bunch <laughs> of shark tunnels. It has sharks, like actual sharks, in it. It was nice being there, though. That place is nice. I was. Uh, uh, it takes me back to being like four.
1: Keith he didn't, he didn't like to, <laughs> any of the rides. He just liked the shark tunnel.
0: No, no, I like the I like the raft a lot. <laughs> he liked the raft. I really and liked the shark the raft. tunnel.
1: And he didn't like the scrambled eggs <laughs> or the, or any other rides at Dude, all. Dude,
0: like I. I used to think I just had troubles with heights and stuff like that and like the speed and just the general like threat that are that is posed to you by roller coasters because they just seem scary. Oh, God, she's looking. we're looking. she's bringing up spreadsheets.
1: Yeah, I just started Uh, looking them up and they're (laughs)
0: like, I are fun. Like, I I don't like heights and roller coasters seem like, like dangerous in a way that's not fun. Like, I don't like to think thinking about it. But I thought, you know, low to the ground, like, this thing spin. This thing goes in circles really fast and up and down little hills or whatever it would be fun. And, I th- and, like, I thought scrambled eggs would be fine. But that thing fucking, like, launches you, fr- like, it's, like, because they're-, they're spinning in a little circle. I love
1: that feeling. It's, like, I laughed Man. the whole time. Yeah, it's, like, three-, <laughs> oh
0: it's like listen. three things covered in seats that are spinning while the whole thing that they're attached to is spinning. And so the reality of being on the seat itself is that you, like rocket from one wall to the other in like half a second over and over again and that's like the experience like it's like those fucking stencils you would get to make you draw intricate patterns by just dragging your pencil around the circle or whatever like it it, you get so much speed that like i just had this horrible feeling in my gut the whole time that just felt awful and i'm like this isn't, this isn't good. I don't know if this was a thing when, I don't remember it being a thing when I was a kid. I don't know if it was just getting older or what, but like, I just felt so physically uncomfortable on all the rides that I'm like, this isn't, this isn't worth it. There is not but a ride the raft, the that raft I won't go on. Though.
1: Like, I'm super down. I even did the bungee jumping thing.
0: Fuck that. That's and, uh, all of the things oh, yeah, at once. Oh, I love that one. That's the height That's and the danger and the feeling.
1: And then, <laughs> and then, the, and then I was really happy because one time we went to Disneyland. My aunt was nice enough to actually, like, take one of those days to take me to Magic Mountain instead. And that one has some, like, the, like, some of the, like, award-winning coasters, like, some of the fastest ones in the world. And I was so, oh, yeah... I have to go on, the, on that Superman one that killed people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why? It was it's it just like that. It's, uh, it's so fun. Like I am just you mentioned. Amped thinking I think about you mentioned
3: it. it. I think you mentioned that one in particular in one of uh, the um, Luigi's Mansion episodes, and he sent me down into a Wikipedia rabbit hole page thing for hours and hours. When, <laughs> when, when that episode came out, investigating roller coaster rights.
1: I think it, I think is that's the drop one i think like, any of the names mixed up i think it's that's like the uh drop zone kind of but maybe it's a coaster i forgot but i know it's like a, it's a tall drop i'm pretty sure but they have like a superman the ride and they have like the jo- joker the ride which is like honestly they're honestly pretty it's cool that
0: ride's called society
1: <laughs> yeah i want i want that one and then next to it i want one that represents the he uh the the new joker movie and i want mm. that ride's just like I don't know. Jared that. Leto? <laughs> no, not that one. The suicide like, Squad. No, I meant the uh, other one. The The,
0: the Dark Knight.
1: No, 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 no. The uh Oh, no, the one with um Walking Phoenix.
0: Oh, right. I, I just want Jesus, a really, so a, really a really bleak
1: ride that doesn't like there's do so anything, jokes. that just goes in a circle. Like
0: <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe how many jokers there are that are all recent. <laughs> what the fuck? And they're all in the
3: same universe. Definitely, definitely.
0: Joker has been rebooted more rapidly than Spider Man.
1: I miss the oh, I miss Nicholas Cage's Joker. I actually really liked that one.
0: What? Nicholas Cage's Cage Joker? No, no,
1: no, sorry, not Nicolas Cage. I'm I'm like, I'm, I meant to say me? I meant to say Jack Nicholson. Okay. <laughs> oops, oops. 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 I'm like not Nicholas Cage.
0: I'm like Nicholas Cage is a weird way to pronounce Mark Hamill, but okay. <laughs> the,
1: uh, the, Jack- <laughs> <laughs> the Jack. Nicholson one from the uh, the ones directed by Tim Burton
0: yeah no no the,
1: the, oh no but i mean he, i don't uh, he directed did he, the one did he with, direct
0: two of them he directed I think, the penguin no i think he directed one. both of those he might have directed both of them
1: yeah the penguin i love the penguin one i want to i want a quiz show once or, oh at my school i want like a quiz event because i remembered that oswald cobblepot was the name of the penguin yeah it's like it's like oh what what movie has uh danny devito like what what character does danny devito play yada yada and the answer was oswald cobblepot I actually remembered it because of that yeah. movie
0: Now it's like burned into my brain because you hear that name every episode of Gotham for like six seasons. It makes (laughs) me feel less
1: impressive for remembering. He's
0: like he's like the second main character of he's the the deuteragonist of uh, of Gotham.
1: Deuteragonist? Yeah. What?
0: Like the the character that's opposite the protagonist. There's a word
1: for that? Oh, yeah.
0: I think that's what D- it means. Yeah, dude.
1: Dude, what a word. I
0: <laughs> watch a lot of uh uh overly sarcastic productions. The p the person second importance to the protagonist in a drama. Yeah. He's like the deuteragonist, is the is is Oswald couple Dude deuter-
1: dragon is because the
0: main character is Gordon. Uh you get it there's words I've learned and I have to refresh them sometimes but like from a, over, overly sarcastic productions goes into tropes constantly and discusses all these concepts like there's like there's a breakdown of like the list of the party members you have whenever you have a car- uh, a roster of like five main like five people that make up the main cast or whatever and go on adventures together or whatever there's always like a there's almost always a specific dynamic because they because they have to be different personalities so you have like the protagonist then you have the lancer and so on. And there's like all these specific words for them. Apparently,
1: it's... there's a protagonist, a deuteragonist, a tritagonist, a tet, a tetartagonist, and a pentagonist. <laughs> so a number of of one yeah. to five.
0: I guess pro might what? mean first, and so do would like be well, I know two, de- like Deuteronomy and tetras four and so on. Yeah, that's the the Deuteronomy is where where my mind goes every time. <laughs> yeah. Is that a cat? I think it's a book in the Bible. The
1: Deuteronomy is a, a religious. Book. Or a
0: group. Oh. Or a group. Or something. I was like, it's one, of, is no, one of the cats. No, you know what? No, it's like <laughs> they all have like weird names.
1: I think it's a part of a church service or something. It shows how much I it's know. It's not
0: like an
3: old Deuteronomy. It shows how often I've gone to church. And I say I say Bible in because I. I was... Yeah, but I think it's also in the. In the Quran, no wait, in the what's the Jewish book? What's the name of the Jewish book? The Torah. Yeah, there you go. Torah, yeah, I think it's also in the Torah. I think it's like five books, but they call it the Deuteronomy, the Deuterag, that because well, it's difficult. We got
0: it, we got it, nailed it, stuck the landing. Not any easier in Portuguese. No, I, uh, So I just played Twilight Imperium again for the first time in, I guess only a few months. But, the just... t- but before that time was years because of pre- COVID. I said again, again
1: for the first time. Like, it makes sense, but yeah, I played it again gonna, for the first time. I was
0: trying to say that for the first time in years, then I realized that it was only the first time in a couple months because we played a few months ago. But before that, it was the first time in years. Uh, but that is a uh, six to now eight players because it has the now the expansion for Twilight Imperium 4 is out, which gives you more races and more pieces, but also gets you uh, it gets you all the way up to eight players there's a whole thing there where it's like you would think like it would be a thing like it's gross how the Sims comes out and they make sequels and they take all the features out. And you got to buy them again for the new game and so on. But I like, want
1: a dog in this one. So I have to like, buy the pet expansion. Yeah. It's
0: like, and then you got to buy Sims 4 and then buy the pet expansion again and stuff. But like there's a whole th- there's like a whole documentary about Twilight Imperium Force creation where you find out like it's like no like this game is this game has so many features fucking pieces and so many cards and so many tiles and plastic troops that make up all your dudes they can't give you more (laughs) like there's a like, they, they, they literally say, like, Twilight Imperium 3 was, like, a once-in-a-lifetime thing that they'll never get away with again. Because the box was so fucking big, it would take up your entire shelf, basically. And so, like, Twilight Imperium mm-hmm. 4, they literally couldn't make the box as big as they made the last game. Like, there's a whole documentary about the creation of Twilight Imperium 4 on YouTube somewhere. And it's just, like... So it's, like, you can't even, like, be mad at them for having to buy, being able to play eight players later by having more, like, plastic pieces and more rules and all that. Because, like, they have to sell you a new box later. That's the only way to finish selling you more of the game. So it's, like, the most justified pre-planned expansion type thing I've seen before. But, like, this game is, like, the equivalent of, like, games like Civilization, I guess, where you can play, like... Uh, like two to eight or whatever players, and there's like a series of different victory conditions to be competing for that are more complex than just kill everybody that isn't you. Uh, although I think in, in Civilization you can technically do that. I think it's basically yeah, impossible it's in, in a in Twilight Imperium to logistically accomplish that. But uh, it's a uh, it's an old it's an old day thing, and every time we meet up to play it, we always are like full of excitement because it's our first time playing it in a while and it's early in the morning we feel energetic so we're like should we play a 10 point game or a 14 point game and we keep saying 14 and we regret it so hard in the 12th hour of playing a 14 point game (laughs) i uh so we didn't record a podcast last week because i was at marty's that day and i literally like i woke up in the morning drove like the hour and a half to get to marty's uh, we played the game for about, I think it was more than twelve hours. Then I just drove home, got home at like two a.m. and went to sleep. That was my entire day. It was just playing one God. game and driving to and from it. That was the entire fucking day. It was so much, and I will, I have never, and will never win a game of this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> is it, by it not now? Ra- is it I should not have just randomized. By now, like I should a, have statistically a, won as a fluke, but no. Like I've yeah, played fluke, like yeah. 30 games probably, and, I've, and it's only like a six-player game most of the time, and I've never won. So <laughs> it must be more than just luck. Cause, yeah, it's Yeah, so like in, like
3: Civilization, in Civilization, there's a lot of, like, obviously there's a lot of, if you're good, you're good, but um, there's a lot of luck as well involved in map generation and
0: stuff like that. Yeah, and sometimes so, you play with Andrew and you find out halfway through a game that he turned off the victory condition you were working towards. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just turns off the religious victory and doesn't tell you when you're going when you're building an entirely religious government in your first game of that game ever in a multiplayer match. <laughs> no one, well, Rip.
3: you shouldn't. No deserve one ever to win does
0: religious. No one ever does religious victory.
2: And well, yeah, only shame on you. Who... The only people who ever pull off religious victory are bots because they basically are too incompetent to fight me in a military battle. So they try to win with their garbage religion, and I will not allow it. You have to fight me with your stupid military or die.
0: But it's a it's a it's it's a mix. You can either play a pre balanced board or you can play a randomized board. But there's still a lot of choices going on. Like you, oftentimes you put all the hexes down upside down, then you flip them all over, and then you like. We'll like, roll dice to decide uh, what chairs everyone sits in around the radius. Because like their home systems are all around the outside of the galaxy. And then uh, we'll either let people pick from scratch out of literally the entire deck of all of the like races you can play, which is a lot. And I don't prefer that one. Or sometimes we'll, pi- we'll let people pick. They draw th- two or three at random, and then they have to pick one of them. Uh, and do some version of that, basically. It's a... Uh... It is a very long game, and uh I pretty consistently make some kind of mistake on like my second or third turn that I just feel for the rest of the game and it just has rippling effects that just keep having more consequences and things just keep getting worse and I never can recover. <laughs> That's uh, my experience with that kind of games as well. It's it's rough. It's one what's rough about it is that uh like one of the there's there's like two corp mechanics that are more important than any of the actual like technology and fighting and so on to talk about which is like one is that there's a there's the objectives so everybody draws a secret objective that only they can see and if they accomplish that then they can score it but then there's also public objectives on the board that everyone can try to score and you can only do one of each per turn And so there's a thing that everyone's trying to accomplish that they're fighting over. And then there's your secret thing that is completely, it's like random difficulty, random goal. And also the difficulties change based on your context of what you're up to and what you're, what what you're playing as and so on. So it's just up in the air, how easy or hard it will be. It could be literally like get two red planets and like, wow, I have red planets outside my home system. This was nothing. And sometimes it's like fucking take an enemy home planet or some other bullshit. Uh, but the uh, the other core thing that really fucks you up is that there's these command tokens on your board, you and you pl- you place them into three different fields: tactical, fleet supply, and uh, strategy. And so you, by default, you have three, three, then two. And so you the your fleet supply is how many ships you can have in one in one hex. It's like your 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 fleet limit. So like you need a larger one in order to have larger armies for larger fights tactical you spend every time you do any actions on the board and strategy you spend every time you have a chance to use somebody's like role like when they activate their their role you can use strategy to activate like whatever special effect that is and balancing that economy is so much more important than basically any other element of the game and it's such a fucking struggle because you want to like like your goal is to be uh in order to keep competitive with people you want to be able to accomplish a victory point goal every single turn like every single turn your motivation is accomplish that goal because that's what actually matters not not anything else but you're trying to manage like a dozen like other priorities in the back of your head of like okay well if i take as many planets as possible i'll have resources for future things but if i Or if I do these specific actions, I can try to increase my command token pool in the future or so on and so forth. Or like, it's really easy to get really spread thin of like, I have the opportunity to pull off this move. If I use all of the like options available to me across my character, I can pull off this crazy move that should put me in a better position and would be the best, most effective thing to do this turn. But that might spend so many tokens and you only get two per turn normally, like as a passive regen, that you might just be in this drought afterwards. And what really what really fucked with me is I had this one amazing turn at the beginning of this game that was just everything going according to plan and everything was gonna be fine. And I took several planets and I accomplished my goal. And it's like, okay, here we go. I'm gonna actually be off to a good start and I'm playing a race that I know how to play. This should be good. I might actually have it. I actually thought like, I might have a chance today for once. Then fucking Jr. was next to me and he had the uh, everyone has roles and he had the leadership role, which has this effect where when he spends it, he gets a bunch of uh, a bunch of those tokens. But specifically, other people can exhaust their planets and spend the the uh, the reputation part of it to get more command tokens themselves. So you have to buy them, but you can plan for it. And that's how you can replenish this really vital resource and this motherfucker, he just sat on that and refused to activate it for like eight consecutive turns until everybody had passed because they'd run out of actions. And so he drowned he just uh he just starved me for resources for an entire turn indirectly, fucked all of my plans, and I spent like the next hmm. like six hours trying to recover from that. It's that it's that kind of game where like you just it just goes bad. and it, it always goes bad for me and i don't i don't know how to stop it <laughs> it goes bad so hard i always make the wrong choice and think that i'm iterating on what went last t- what happened last time and improving upon that and it always and it somehow like my pr- pr- attempts to fix whatever went wrong last game only make the new game worse and i i just i don't i don't know how to do well at this game and i never will win
2: i i yeah. think you just need to come up with like a
0: lot of plans it's it's so hard i don't i it's, don't know it's how, to, how to win it at it it's something that um
3: honestly the tabletop uh games I, I i like that if it's not too too random based i think it works better for for um longer games but i think the most fun i i have had with, with tabletop is always with games where you play for half an hour and then you're done, and then like everybody looks at each other and just talks a little bit, and now we're figuring out how to play the game. And everybody goes, "Let's do another one." Yeah. The, sh- the shorter games, I think, are are more rewarding. In in uh, I mean, you played many many times already, so you've I'm you're saying that you're never gonna win, which is, it sounds like a reasonable conclusion. <laughs> but...
2: Damn. Damn. But Grossed. if you're uh. <laughs>
3: But if you're if you're ever gonna play like once a year or something like that, uh, the shorter games I think they they create better memories for everybody involved. At least I, I, for me, that's the case.
0: It's it's a mix. The uh, we definitely have tabletop days where we have a bunch of boards set up. Sometimes three tables with different people playing at the same time, and you'll like kind of. There's kind of like a flow to the day where people will play games together and then switch out to another game, or they play the same game again. Or two tables will finish the games at the same time, so they'll like rearrange the players between the two groups and pick games at the same oh, time. I want to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fun. Yeah, Andrew is at some of them. it's been uh, so long. Those are and now. Good, I'm like right next door. Time. Please do more games. Yeah. nights. Now that you're actually nearby, Please. you're not you're not restricted by when Shadow has to go outside. Exactly. As much because it's not far. Like those, those are fun days. I'll probably bring Stephanie to one of those if she's free that day. Because those are fun. As long I as it's regular, not a regular regular tabletop games, it's just a bunch of people. But Twilight Imperium is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I, just, I
1: don't know if I can do that one. Yeah, like no, don't, yeah.
0: don't make me do. That yeah, game. no, not Twilight Imperium. It's the uh the one we play a bunch of like twenty to thirty minute games. Okay, and that, I them. like those. And they usually they usually devolve into a party game at some point, like near the end of the session. Like we play a lot of uh, uh code name pictures, which is so much fun where you just divide the entire room into two groups this game's so fucking cool so you just put down a grid of tiles that have pictures on them and then there's two people sitting behind they're sitting they're sitting at, at this like folding table and then they're facing the entire room that's the entire that's their that's the entire room split into two teams and they're each of them's on the team of one of those two people and that person has to try to get those people to pick the right tiles of who's the spies and who's and who's the uh, resistance members or whatever from the grid, but the way they do it is that they have to try to uh, they have to try to give a clue that they can spread as wide as possible. So it's this fucking Icarus game where you're doing this big risky thing where there's a bunch of really versatile pictures on the on the table that look like a weird it's like it's a it's a frog riding a riding a unicycle in the rain or some shit like that like it'll have like something that has like multiple elements and usually one extra element that's like extra subtle and you're not quite sure what to think about that and you're not sure if people pick up people pick up on it and then you and what you can do as the clue giver all you can say is one word and then one number that's, your, that's all you can do. And so the number is supposed to gesture towards them about how many guesses they should make. And you're trying to eliminate the board as fast as possible in competition with the other person, and so you just give this one-word cryptic clue, and then six people just argue with each other about what the fuck you meant, and they're, and they're just <laughs> losing their minds. And you might be immediately like, "Oh god, I've made a grave mistake," and you'll like you'll like have to look these people in the eye and not make any facial expressions or reactions, and you have to just like listen to these people agonizingly. Just massively overthink your clue, or go in a completely different direction with it, and they're going straight for the one that's going to make them lose the game instantly if they pick it. And you, it's just a fucking nightmare. And it's got the simplest rules, but it's it's so fucking entertaining because it's just 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 it's just this this mess of this like game of telephone of trying to give like six people a clue and then hearing one of them say exactly what you meant, but then somebody else correct them like, no, obviously it would be this. He's thinking, and then it's like, no, and then the uh, <laughs> and then they go down this completely different logic hole that's completely wrong and they argue for like five minutes before ruining the game <laughs> it's such a it's such a fucking ride there's a lot of fun party games like that that are mostly just people yelling at each other
1: perfect fa- games. I mean, if- having
0: like 50 rules and tr- not knowing what's going on and then yeah
1: there's yeah. there game i think there's like a there's probably an equation somebody who was better at math could yeah. write out uh better than me about the value of a game being like equivalent to the amount of effort it takes to like like the amount of if there's too much effort for setup and cleanup and if it's too convoluted there's like yeah. the, the fun factor is driven down
0: There's a, there's a lot of games that are really hard to understand until you just play a game first like you just have to play a game and just throw it away and just be like yeah i'm just gonna lose this one but i need to see this game happening before i can understand it and then you do and they with usually that.
2: are pretty quick games which makes it okay like they're yeah. games that you can play in like a you know like five ten minutes and you don't feel like you have generally wasted much You've time wasted all but your life yeah 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 it's only like twilight appearing by the end of it where you're like fuck uh i guess i did something i think mm-hmm. i showed up and that was about <laughs> it
1: <laughs> i uh but, I mean, this is, this is this is very different, but I went on a uh, a road trip family vacation like a couple years ago, and my uncle was really determined to teach me and my brother how to play cribbage, which is a card game, <laughs> the name yes. of which fibbage is based off of from Jackbox. But oh. cribbage, cribbage is like, it is kind of an annoyingly complicated card game. <laughs> We, we end up like being able to learn it and now me and my brother can just play it like without really thinking about it, which makes it fun. But when you are introducing a new person to this game, explaining the rules and watching their face as you oh, explain yeah. it, you just see like the life drain from their eyes as they realize that oh, this is not going to be worth the, all the learning it takes to make this game fun. The only reason it's fun for me and my brother is because we were forced to learn it. We had no choice. <laughs> and so we had to get past that point. But like, I would never make a person play Cribbage with me. It is not fun the first like 20 times you play it. <laughs>
3: 20 times.
1: And it, it requires that, that little wooden, good 10 hours that little in. wooden board with the pegs in it. Like, that's a that's a cribbage board. So you have to like, have a cribbage board with you. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot
0: of card games I have no idea to play, like, bridge.
1: And it's funny because I can't even explain the rules right now if I wanted to. And I'd have to sit down and, like... Just start. Remember. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah, there's a... I never remember which one Fibbage is either. Is it the one where you need to, like, complete Fibbage sentences? Fibbage is the one where they ask a
0: question... And oh, you trying to come up
1: with, with a lie that sounds reasonable enough for it yeah. to be the actual oh, right. answer or
0: more or more one, specifically, right. you do try to genuinely answer the question because if you get it right, then you're like, oh, that's the answer. And you're then you're really set. But you want to write convincing lies also because mm-hmm. then people will pick your option. So if you trick people, so it's like basically everyone's everyone writes a fake answer. Then everyone tries to genuinely answer the question. And everyone that you everyone that picks your answer, you tricked and you get points for them. Mm -hmm. while also being rewarded for getting it right i assume the card game isn't like that no sounds like it
1: (laughs) would (laughs) make
3: it really difficult
1: my my dad plays a lot of like my dad's really into card games you know he like plays poker and actually does really well he's like gone to competitions and stuff uh my one my one rule is like don't bet the house and he's like okay he's he's never bet. he's never bet my my family's house like he we were never homeless so that's good but uh <laughs> um there's some games the that are bar. like annoying. Like I, like I played like Pi Gal with them and like I played a lot a lot of card games. E- even like Texas Hold them, I think kind of, can be like a little bit annoyingly complicated. And there's a lot, of, a lot of formalities involved in like how you like check and ask for like money and things like that.
0: Yeah. I don't really like poker at all.
1: Uh, I'm idea, really though. good. There's some games I'm really, really good at. Uh I actually played really Liars good. Dice recently and I was like impressed. I was like sad. I like lied my ass off. I did really good so
3: watch out everyone that's i've played a little bit of that as well Uh, i i think it's easier to grasp so you can get into because every time i played poker i i know i i'm not playing it right uh uh, the dice version basically is a lot
2: easier to to get involved in i am surprisingly good at caravan That sounds familiar vegas yeah, from Fallen of Vegas. in Vegas. Oh, that's I why it sounds familiar. I have literally, I have literally never lost a game of Caravan. You um, liar! No, what? I, I can show you. It's I, I have bizarre. like the, I, I have the picture. I have like video proof of this. I, I have never lost a game. That's, you I, anytime can prove someone's a negative. Like, sure i can uh i every time i run into somebody and it's like i play caravan i was like all right let's fight i've never (laughs) lost i bet everyone until they run out of money and i just beat them in caravan every time because you could just there there is a there's like something about caravan just clicks with me where i understand innately how to do it and how to like basically trip up any person because you just speed run to like full carts while someone's like wait i need to stop you but if you're if i'm stopping you i can't play my own caravan i have to be busy with you it's like yeah yeah, yeah. here's more cards and you just like only have the cards literally you need to mm-hmm. uh to create the perfect like i think it's like what 25 26 is the top is the
0: highest you can get
2: but you don't want yeah. to you don't want to try to get to 26 because so you just like avoid
0: all even... offense and then you just win yeah, I think it's you, 21, 21 uh, above twenty one. Maybe caravan's you, you not a very good system. game. <laughs> <laughs> it's I no. don't th- personally I think it's a pretty
2: it's a pretty shoddy game. Uh, it sounds like if you just win. ignore an
0: entire element that makes you win, that's probably not a good sign.
2: But I so it, someone else can do the same thing. You can have it. The problem is that most people don't play that aggressively. That way, yeah. Uh, most people are pretty like all right. I'm gonna, so basically like the the goal here is you don't want any cards in caravan that are below uh. Uh, that are below a below a six you just yeah. like basically it's you want nines
3: and and you sixes. want
2: a fuck ton of tens as many tens as you can cram into your hand and uh, a couple of, like basically two kings two queens two jo- uh uh two uh the fucking ones. jacks Jax. there you go two jacks <laughs> uh i kept wanting to say jokers but you don't want jokers uh two jacks and then like I guess like three, uh, three nines, three eights, three sevens, three sixes, and the idea is you just want to slap down all tens at the beginning of your match, just ten, as ten, much ten, as you can, yeah, yeah, and then the next round ten, 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 and then the last round six, and then you're done. I don't That's do it, you it c- like that.
3: I rely more man. on the eights because the double eight uh, goes for the sixteen. So That's... if I have a ten, I I can I can like make eight. Oh, like uh, I add ten to eight and eight because if they're from the same, what's the name of the mm-hmm. color? That's not color. It's the other one. Uh, you're the, uh... talking about suits. Uh, suit. suit. suit yeah. yeah. If they're from the same suit, you can just play them against each other. I think. I don't remember. Yeah. Exactly. That you
2: also. Yeah. You also want to make sure that all your cards are the same, exact same suit. Um. Yeah, but it's again uh, that you can definitely get better at by just having the right cards. Yeah, and, yeah that's I, the thing it's like as long as you just understand like what as long as you understand that what your goal is and how someone can stop you you can basically just keep running ahead I mean, I, so every game is basically
0: to, worse like, the moment it's a collectible card game sort of it's that's, weird because like not, you say just, that that's just not balanced it's you well, say that but
2: the, you can only have 30 can, cards in your hand so you're always capped at 30 cards in your deck um, you mean yeah yeah, in your deck. You can only have thirty cards. So I'm like I'm like fuck off any game that lets you
0: have a thirty card hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh yeah. Uno does it. You just have this Uno. full uh, fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean Uno He's
2: does. Keith,
0: uh, Keith you say you say that any, game that
2: allows you, any, any game
3: that allows you to collect is worse. But if you compare Caravan, but also uh what's the other one from The Witcher 3? When? That's even they even uh, sorry?
1: Gwent. Gwent, yeah. What a beautiful If you compare name.
3: Caravan and Gwent with what The Witcher 1 and 2 have, or even the one from Mass Effect, or Knights I mean, of the Old World, I Republic. mean, Gwent
0: is neat, but it is made worse by the fact that people don't just have access to every card and can't just like, so much make their, their own tactical in... choices. Yeah, it's but so much s- better than having worse options doesn't make a bad <laughs> option better.
1: Honestly, any game that no. has like, a card game built into the game, I just avoid... Like, I, I try really hard not <laughs> to play any of these like, like i'm just G- like i don't want to do that
0: Gwent's really well integrated in that it is like it, it's good for an rpg because yeah you're gonna collect these things over the course of your yeah. giant open world game that you're playing and <laughs> really funnily like they integrated it they, in which they integrated gwent as a skill check like during conversations but like, that is like a, you don't just click it and go, but like, you know, like in New Vegas or whatever, you'd be like, oh, yes, my engineering skill or whatever the fuck or my medicine skill will solve this problem. Sometimes you solve problems in Witcher 3 by playing Gwent and you click that option yeah. and you genuinely duel that person in like a 10 minute game of Gwent and it changes what this happens in the story, whether you win or lose. It, <laughs> and that's yeah, incredible. Really
1: good. <laughs> in Fallout New Vegas, I would just keep like, re- I'd, like, I would save and just keep gambling until I got like... I, I would just i would just reset the save if i lost all my money i just do it over and over again until like won. yeah <laughs> and that, that's it
0: <laughs> but on, on the tabletop, oh, topic I hear... though like i i feel really bad every time but whenever anyone explains to me how to play a tabletop game in the like the pre-playing ramble of trying to explain it before we actually start playing about two minutes in i completely lose the thread and it happens every time and i just quietly like nod along like uh-huh uh-huh and then we start playing the game, and then I just have to ask most of the questions again anyway while I'm playing it. Like I, I can only conce- I can only contextualize a game by actually playing it. I can't. <clears throat> this is why a lot of tutorials are bad in video games too, where it's like they just like if they just if they, if you do the Monster like Hunter Rise thing where you throw me like that that fucking game would show me like seven page instructions about a thing but without where I'm not interacting with it, but instead they're just explaining it all to me in advance, and it's like. When you write that, or when somebody explains it to me in person, they're not accounting for just how many random things they're saying that I don't even understand the context of uh, in in the first place. Like, so many terms and words get thrown around, and I have to, like, connect them. And they may or may not have ever been said before, but even what they were said, they were said in, like, a previous ramble where I still haven't contextualized it with any real gameplay yet, and I still don't really get how it all goes together. And I'll just, it's like half of it will stick and the half that does stick is not, is like misinterpreted <laughs> and like the opposite <laughs> of what they mean or something. Like it just you gotta how teach people. You, you gotta teach while well doing. How did you manage to learn how to play D&D? D&D is really straightforward. It's uh, just fair. a fucking improv group and whenever you want to do something somebody says okay <laughs> roll this one.
3: Yeah, but like then you have deep. advantage and you and when have you, resistance. And when you make and...
0: your character, you just read the step by step instructions and do those steps as you're reading them. That's true, actually. D&D is a really simple board game, all things considered. It's overblown, it's only hard for the dungeon master. Yeah, that's true. Especially since your character starts off with, like, hey, I have a stick and one trick. <laughs> and six hours <laughs> later, I'll have two tricks. <laughs> like, it takes, it's such a slow on ramping experience that you are not going to be overwhelmed. It's not that deep. Uh, you you mostly just say what you want to do, and you just you just kind of talk to each other and role play, and then it's like okay, make a make a dexterity throw or whatever because you're trying to like do a sweet flip or whatever. Like that's that's what d d <laughs> is. No, that's that's the learning part
3: that d d is easier to... than
0: a lot of tabletop games that take a half an hour to play. Yeah, that's true, but it's probably harder to convince people to play it than well, it it's is a, it's a time other... commitment, and also everyone thinks you're a loser for playing it. <laughs> is like the stigma, <laughs> but like it's just you just hang out it's gotten
1: pretty hip like yeah
0: well it's yeah now it's doing a lot better
1: like it, there's that whole like fraction of like oh it's like it's a nerd chic like you know fucking yeah. big bang theory made nerd me chic. think it's fun like that that kind those kinds <laughs> of people
0: but well D is great and you'd probably be good at it too it's just fun you just
1: because yeah, i'm imagining <clears> it to you.
0: you just all tell stories together and generally speaking yeah you just uh you have party members, and they all have personalities. <clears throat> and I need water.
1: I would love to play you something do. like that. It's just like I fucking work all the fucking time. Yeah, like that's that's the problem. Is like you know,
0: like everyone I everyone, everyone just has a little personality. An Consistent work schedule. You just riff off them and tell jokes and sometimes bully each other a little bit because it's the that's like the friction of your inner inner party relationship. And then uh, your dungeon master sends you all on some kind of journey, and usually it's just a series of problems that you approach with your character's unique problem solving mentality and whatever weird tools they have at their disposal and that's where all the comedy and weird shit happens because you're like you i'm sorry you did you fucking did what and like the dungeon master isn't ready for any of these half the time like it's just like stuff that comes completely out of the out of the win- just nowhere like i did a like i did a dnd story thing at one point where i just explained some of the weird shit that happened but like I really fixated on one of my druids with this uh like role pl- I was essentially just like I'm gonna be Edward Elric because <laughs> because I'm like I've got this ability to like shape stone Where's Nina? <laughs> so like I realized like I could turn what? into like, like we, there was like a it was like a castle siege and like obviously it's like oh you're gonna like you're gonna figure out how to like somehow shield yourself from all these ar- arrows and like storm their front gate or like they're expecting you to like do some normal attack. I turned into my travel form, ran as fast as possible around the corner out of the line of sight of all of the enemies, then used shape stone to just create a doorway in the wall and walked directly into their armory alone. <laughs> and like and it's just like you could just do fucked up weird shit that no one expects you to do. Or like when I or like our our baby you made me all a wet moment where I fucking <laughs> escaped the guards by turning into an old lady, then I stayed an old lady, and then I like Pretended to be an old lady with you, and then I pretended to be like, and then, like, oh no, I'm dying. And then you, like, helped you, like, carry this poor old lady up to a room to take care of her. And it was just my giant cat man the whole time. (laughs) It was just that that sounds beautiful. It's so fucking stupid. It was, it it was beautiful. Yeah,
3: it was a very interesting moment. I liked it a lot. It's all
0: so much simpler than like Suburbia, (laughs) and Suburbia is a a 20 minute game. I think that like sometimes the the challenges with
3: the ND are when different characters clash in weird ways or different playstyles clash in, oh, yeah. in weird ways. Like earlier today I was um I I'm, I'm currently playing a mage who is, is basically a thief. So it's like the archetypal rogue you just took but my character
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> No, it's he's like a he's uh, like a 007 kind of person uh but if double seven was a thief instead of a spy i've never watched double seven <laughs> i
1: was,
0: was gonna a- say so i'm like <laughs> so you're a spy <laughs> and then you're like yeah. if that if that spy was a thief like okay so yeah you, so you, different- you made thunder in the morning <laughs> you made my character
3: <laughs> <laughs> no no he's uh he, no it's not he's not like that uh but he does play he uh he does. he's basically a frontliner uh a mage and um and so we got into a situation where there's this big monster in, in, in a cave that we see before the monster sees us. And we're all discussing what's going on. And one of the party members comes up with a most daring plan of throwing the monster down a big ravine that's in the cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew that party member already. I know they, they they don't like, you know, when they have an idea, they they are very hard to convince otherwise. And so my as a player, what I... I Found was the easiest thing to do was to come up with a plan for me that would allow me to, you know, let him do his thing. And then I would do my thing, which, and my thing was just to cast one specific spell that pulls enemies towards me and then they would fall down the ravine. And so that was a challenge that I overcame, but I overcame in the quietness of my own mind because no, I didn't discuss it with anybody. But the, the sort of inter-character struggle it's very real i found that particularly with paradin when the you know the one with the you made me all wet uh situation <laughs> <laughs> i found that particularly with paradin that the inter-character struggle is is uh is very real like if you're in in character a lot of time as you're playing it is it's very intense but you can share it with any everyone because it's it's like your own he's character in, and...
0: uh, he's dead and i don't think anyone understands what that character was doing <laughs> Uh, Yeah, no one was aware of of my character with his his incurable curiosity problems, spending an entire episode just trying to figure out what the fuck you were up to.
2: Yeah, I I don't envy your character having to spend as much time as it did finding out nothing. (laughs) He just walked away having no... No more knowledge than you had left with. You just came well, back like. What? That's part of
0: the. That's part of the the fun of it, though, is that like like we were playing out of a module, so it's literally just a plot written down that Effie's like running us through. But like that plot didn't mean involve me fucking cheesing it by running like like because he's like he has the cat, tabaxi cat shit going on. Just the moment the cops came in, instead of explaining ourselves like everyone else was gonna do. Fucking climbing straight up a wall and jumping out a window, and then sprinting for miles to get away from the pursuit. Like that's just me, and in- that's uh, that's just me inventing a problem. Like, <laughs> like that's my character's bullshit being a problem, or uh, mm-hmm. fucking robbing Peridon's corpse because from the gallows. You because almost I, got I, had, I had to know. Yeah, but I yeah. was so good at performing, I pretended to tie the shoes I wasn't wearing. Yeah, and he fell for it. So that was like. <laughs> <laughs> great. It's so fucking
2: does, stupid. The rest of us are just living our lives, and he's over here just being like this terrifying nightmare. <laughs> I had to well where he just like... So I
0: could find out why he did all that stuff. No, it didn't that's lead the to thing. Answers. You actually didn't need to know about no, what he, he, why did he did. but know.
2: But you didn't. You never no. found out. So you literally <laughs> yeah, used but all I had, this but time, to pursue risk.
0: risk. It's literally like he he was, It's like the first paragraph or whatever of the Tabaxi. Like you're you're fucked. You're stuck with that curiosity. You have you 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 obsess. They're like they're, yeah, they're it's, it's basically to, playing a neurodivergent character. Like you're just hard committed to like this is what I'm this is what I'm fixating on today. But Fuck it's you. also <laughs> up to each player to respect
3: that those limitations of certain characters. But I think uh Effie it's a good thing that Effie is very serious with, a, with with not allowing the players to do wild stuff. Uh but usually that um like usually that's not the case. I, I find with, like, shows online, uh, because there's so much, you know, there's so much of an ego already. I say ego not in the sort of selfish way or anything, but whenever any one character in a big show like Critical Role does something that would be extraordinary or just wild, and it does it just more for the audience's like benefit, cool like, movements. for example, running away from the cops the first time they see them. That that could be taken by the DM as just oh this is a fun thing that they do, but Effie didn't do that. Effie sent the cops after you for a while, <laughs> and and it, for Peridin, it's the same thing. Like I was, um, Peridin was, was um, he was being mean that day. <laughs> the uh... no, but the thing is, it also allowed for for Paradin to have a, a story that was you know it's a tragedy, but for it's a it's a rightful tragedy because uh Paradin was. The kind of character that never justified himself to anybody uh and yeah. he, he the more you pushed him the more he closed up and in and also because of his personality he ended up uh well yeah he got killed <laughs> basically and we'll never know but why then he had he had a, a recipe in his pockets that thunder in the morning stole
0: it went places fun it eventually, but I, I still think he was bullying need. me that day. He made me make so many rolls for just the act of running. And it's like, why do I have points of exhaustion? I'm just going for a fucking run as a character that's good at running. This shouldn't be this hard. Cause
2: That's a, cause no, you, I think you, you were, literally booked it like he didn't interact at all with what he was trying to do and you just like gone. Yeah. I mean <laughs> so everyone else did, is there You to did interact like pocket sand on him and ran. I didn't, I, I, like, I didn't, I, I didn't undo his scene. <laughs> everyone else
0: is there to do the scene. I'm just having another scene. <laughs> That's the yeah.
2: problem. He had to do so much work cause of your stupid little getaway. It says look like, at you me. To get you you. If
0: I just get away then he's done working. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you get arrested though? no other uh, later no later uh, right uh, not a different from that situation. yeah he just I kept mean, running uh, like... it, was, it was built in my character that he was wanted before the whole thing started which is why he would book it every time even if he didn't know if anyone recognized him because he, he doesn't trust but he always but, commits crimes he yeah. doesn't
2: trust but constantly committing crimes he's a thief
0: he became a sorcerer because he stole something and then it fucked up no <laughs> so he, he became sto- a thief he because still he stole something thief. Well, technically, technically, but he stole a lot of things before he became a sorcerer from stealing things. Oh, okay. (laughs) He was a thief from day one, a sorcerer from yesterday. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I am copying your character. Yeah, no, you you stole my character. (laughs) Because he also became a sorcerer because he stole some... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, you, you totally stole my exact character, which itself was a copy of another character because it was a campaign I was doing with Marty and people at his house. And that campaign ended preemptively because there was a new DM that I was struggling with a bit a bit and, and one player in particular just being a huge asshole. So <laughs> the same asshole I've talked about in other episodes, actually. Uh, and so he just made it so uncomfortable and unfun that we just stopped meeting. So then I just copy pasted that character and changed it from being a demon to a cat I forget what the cat tiefling. I changed it from tiefling to tiefling, but basically made the character otherwise identical, down to picking the same mm-hmm. spells. I'm like we're gonna go again, and then now that campaign's out. canceled at like the same level. <laughs> I have to make this character hey, a yeah. third time well, to finally see him through. Could
1: I make a character like hypothetically? Can I make a character that's just it's just Keith in a cat suit? <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely I mean, you uncom- could
2: easily do that It's just weird and uncomfortable
1: It's like you just
2: no it's weird and comfortable for it's you it's a human
0: you can, you can make a human it's, it's, character it's my that is fan been...
1: fiction about keith in his life
0: <laughs> you can make it's, a, human it's a human character human bar. that wears cat ears or whatever yeah. yeah
1: i want a cat girl keith character <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that
0: could... there's a lot of words that
3: made that confusing <laughs> i hope the people that do fan art, fan art are listening please no
0: <laughs> please. they can't know I was just going to censor it all. I'll tell them. I'll tell I'll them. I'll tell them. I'll track them all down.
1: neko Keith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like cat girls. They're weird.
1: <laughs> what? They usually... are, are cat girls furries?
0: Uh, There was an argument about this are. with Bird and chat was, <laughs> it, like, is, recently. This is
1: an argument. Like, this there's happens. the big They're cat
0: girls. It's not girls with cat ears. It's cat girls.
1: Well, I mean, are they actually cat... Girls I mean, or are they, you, are they girls. With if cat you ears? didn't want
0: animal traits, you they wouldn't be cat girls in the first place. So like, on some level, you want animal traits. Apparently, if you want cat girls,
1: is Princess yeah, Peach in Super Mario World the new one? Like, is she a cat girl? Is she is that, she's definitely is that a cat? Definitely
0: cat, cat girl. Uh, that's a girl. she's a she's a furry. Those are those are like yes. fur suits. Like they have human yeah, but faces, but an entire body still, yes. is that. But if
1: you have a human face, is it still furry?
0: <laughs> well, they're. Well, like they're, they're wearing costumes, like their whole body's in a costume with a f- normal human face sticking out. So that's just the fursuit. <laughs>
1: is a person in a onesie a furry? If it's an animal uh, like onesie. Like a
0: kikiguru, kicker, kicker, Yeah. Kikurumi? Where are we drawing
1: the lines on these? Uh, I,
0: don't assuming, like, I don't know what a furry is. I'm assuming having animal I don't know what a furry is. No one knows what a furry is. I, c- I can't get answers from people But what a furry actually is. I think, in, re-
1: I think is. in reality, it's just a person so who, who really likes anthropomorphic, uh, Animal character. Yeah. I the like anthropomorphic animal characters. But that's so
0: broad and includes basically every human a, on the planet.
2: A, fu- a furry is someone with <laughs> bestiality, bestiality tendencies who doesn't want to act on them, I think
0: so that's they morphize animals. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they'll argue with you on that one. I think that that's one. that's even less accurate than what Stephanie said. <laughs> then how? Then uh, what? Then
1: I, none I, I of think, it makes sense. I think sense. it's a person who identifies. Nothing identifies makes sense. the person who identifies with anthropomorphic. I think a
0: furry is just someone who says they're a furry on a, a personal furry. level. Yeah, I think it's as simple as that. You're furry if you say you're a furry, and that's the entire. Because I think it's why because whenever someone addresses them, they say easier
1: and more comfortable to deal with. Because
0: they always say the furry fandom. So I think it's just a simple matter. Like, are you in the fandom or not? Do you engage with the community? Are you? It's like it's like the difference between Mm. being an Undertale like liking Undertale or being an Undertale fan, engaging with the fandom, which is like this whole cultural thing that I don't understand very well in any context. But it's like there's like fan communities around everything, and there's like a I, fan community for. The, I, I watched characters. the Super Eye
1: Patch Wolf video on that, and it yeah. went into this deep, deep, dark oh, rabbit God, hole yes. of fandoms about fandoms about fandoms about fandoms, kaleidoscoping into eternity oh, yeah. about uh, oh, no, Undertale specifically.
0: Under, that Undertale video is fucking weird. I had no there, idea. There's that like there a, was there's like... an
1: alternative reality, and then like people yeah. ship people in that alternative reality. But then there's like another alternative reality that ba- that like branches off of that one, and like like there's like a, there's like a fucking. It's actually fun to watch cuz he loses his mind. So yeah. like I can't explain it. Like I, any like of I this. once
0: played Undertale Red, but I did not know that there was like dozens and dozens of Undertale fan games and then on top of that there's also like fucking like yeah like like a dozen different Undertale like universes and some of them that are mixed together and some of them that are responses to them there's like an infinite crisis like DC infinite crisis of, of, of Undertale universes it, it's funny
1: to see what people will attach to like it, it, yeah. it's hard to predict sometimes like when you present something into the world that it will become this like like one of the ones that caught me off guard pretty hard was fucking Five Nights at Freddy's I was not I was like I wasn't expecting like the whole world to fucking collapse in on itself oh yeah people getting really weird and shipping all these characters together like that that i i wouldn't have guessed that if if you had to ask me about (laughs) the future you know
2: (laughs) does that
1: there's just some things just happen like something's just come out and i'm like oh there's there's a big community for that i i like i I might like i might like x y or z but i wasn't expecting people to like x y or z this much like
0: (laughs) like for some reason super hulock is a fandom specifically which is supernatural doctor who and sherlock combined and like, I don't get how this happens. The internet's fucking strange, and specific <laughs> groups of people amalgamate and then do this stuff at people. And like, I don't, I don't know how we get there. I saw a really specific weird thing. I was looking into uh, on our on our so like obviously I knew that Lisa the painful existed, and then I knew Lisa the joyful was like an expansion sequel thing on on Steam. But the moment we started uploading Lisa videos, people responded with like the, that this this that's actually the second game. There's a game called Lisa the First, which is like a Yumaniki style exploration, like nightmare, like a first-person game. game. No, Uh Yuma-niki is that one top-down game with the little the girl with the braids and stuff. Oh,
1: for some reason, I was thinking of the cat version of LSD Dream yeah.
0: <laughs> <What? From> Simulator. <laughs> oh, ne- yeah, the Neku. Neku Jishi. Neko Jishi, uh, not Neko Jishi.
2: I yeah, thought that was going to uh, get more
0: meme votes, but you put it in the poll and it was last place.
2: I guess all the furries stay, stuck with me. No they one, didn't want to come with you.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. I, but, I, well, but, uh, when
3: when Keith gets his uh, fan art from from the cat girl
0: Keith.
1: Yay! <laughs>
0: no, no. But not only did I find I, out that Lisa the First is a thing... Uh, so there's a prequel that well, we need to play between Lisa the, that we should but, but play but between it, painful and Was it and made joyful. afterwards though? I think no,
1: it was made before. It was
0: made four years sooner. Oh god, I had no well, idea it existed. There's no one ever talks about Lisa though. the first. But then I found yeah. out. This is the weird part. I found out that uh Lisa the joyful specifically, which I think is just a DLC for Lisa the painful. Lisa the joyful specifically has a fan mod that like expands its content and changes it and so on. Uh, it made by a different person, but then it gets even weird. I got to bring up my to-do list so I can see that, read the name correctly. Uh, Let's see the Stephanie list. There it
1: is. (laughs) I got so Lisa the
0: Joyful has a fan mod called that's like an expansion or whatever called Lisa the Pointless. But then Lisa the Pointless has a fan mod made by another person that's a mod of the mod called Lisa the Pointless Scholar of the Wilbur Sin Edition. What (laughs) and it's like clearly a reference though, right? I don't know. It's yeah, it might be a reference to something that happens in Lisa the, the Pointless or something, but like that is a that is a, a person making an expansion slash mod of somebody else's fan game that itself is a response to an original game. So, like, there's a third stage by the third different person in this fucking chain of custody. It's so fucking hard to parse. I have no idea which one to play. <laughs> like, The internet's all just fucking weird. All, It'd be like if somebody... Mo- somebody made their own version mod of like the Forgotten City, which itself is a Skyrim mod. <laughs> like it just kept iterating and it kept getting weirder. And that's basically what the Undertale fandom seems to be.
1: It's like playing telephone kind of. Yeah. It's like you say it again, say it again. Like there's entire again, Undertale it, like, this fan universes that are, reality.
0: that are responses to other Undertale fan universes. And now Undertale itself has its own sequel fan universe in canon, which is that Delta rune is an anagram of undertale and features many of the same characters but they're not the same person clearly like it's not continuity and they're living a different life in a different mm. context but they have the same personality still in the same character design so it's like a remix of the undertale world in delta Rune. So, even the actual main line started doing the thing that the fans were doing. I and wonder. It's so much. Like, if
1: you ask somebody, like, like if, okay, like if you ask, like, hey, Toby Fox, like, how do you feel about this, like, deep, dark hole of, like, reiterations into eternity? I almost think if like, somebody would just have to, like, cover their ears and be like, I'm not gonna think about this. Like, I'm gonna just ignore this. This is too much for me. I'm too what busy have I done? making my
0: own fan fiction of my own game.
1: Yeah, which is something I can do because I made it.
0: And it's free. And it's long now and i don't
1: if you're like a person that, that made like if you're like hypothetically if you're like oh i made a superhero i made batman and like you know 20 years down the line you see like the the comic book where batman like runs for president and is an awful person <laughs> who mm-hmm. uh hates immigration or something and you're like oh no like my character has not somebody they can they can do this because that's that's what i'm promoting like superhero comics are you, are you just, referencing
0: the real thing that happened did that Yes. Did that really with happen? Batman?
1: <laughs> was he president?
0: What? No, not not president, no. but no like the guy that made Bat the guy that did a bunch of Batman comics is now like horrible reactionary person and he made, and he went back and made more of that kind of Batman comic that's like really bad Is the uh it the Frank Miller I think that made like The Dark yeah. Knight Rises or something. Or yep. That's the name of the it's, other movie yeah. or whatever. But he uh, he went back and made like a sequel series to that thing, which is seen as like this big influential thing. And it's like all of his bullshit's baked into it. It's just like, oh police, god, police lives go matter.
1: Away. Like Batman believes in this. Like, how would you feel about that? I just think about that. Like, if your character, someone else has taken it off the rails, and you're like, oh no, look what they're doing over there. I don't <laughs> want to think about that. <laughs>
2: Batman's like entire thing is just stealing government subsidies and like not <laughs> contributing back to the society that he constantly beats people up in. So I don't know, like,
1: kind of not it, a good I, person. Like, I, yeah, not... I think
2: Batman does believe in like Blue Lives Matter. Like, wouldn't he? That seems I mean, but, pretty I mean, on if brand if for he's him. A, he's a billionaire, so you know he doesn't pay taxes.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> He's the not just right a billionaire. He
2: like, he basically just is like one step from owning Gotham. Like Wayneport just owns yet it's every still single that product, bad,
0: almost, and he's not fixing it. Well,
2: because all he does is all he does is sell products in that in that city, except like so he he just takes everything from it, all of its resources, its people, its labor, and just gives them products, but t- pays none of the taxes towards it. Like I he think- just. I don't know. He just financially drains Gotham in exchange for making weird ninja stars to hit people in that city with. Like, I don't really they're understand.
3: Stars. They're boomerangs.
0: They
2: yeah, call them batarangs, me. but you can't, they don't come back. Like oh, that's yeah, like
0: I how don't. This. That's true. They definitely just get thrown like stars, but they're not balanced <laughs> yeah, and well enough to be a star fucking, either.
2: Yeah, he just throws them at people. People just die, and
0: we just move no, they on don't from die. It. They go
3: to
2: sleep. That's Batman what he says. I don't trust That's Batman to tell me if those Sometimes people are alive Batman or dead. What the fuck? Yeah. What if,
1: what if Aren't the, think... police
2: always, like, the police are always after him? And I imagine they're not doing it because he's a vigilante. They're doing it because he's probably killing people. Like
3: <laughs> I, I, I really do think that the tax evasion aspect of, of Batman is it needs unavoidable. To be explored further even. in
0: a comic series. <laughs> Is this? Is it? Like no, one no talk, I'm saying it needs to be.
1: Nobody talks about, like, the, oh, the people who have to clean up Batman's mess or, like, the taxpayer money <laughs> that goes into, like, fixing the buildings and shit that he oh, yeah. ruins. And, like, it'd be really funny to He drives to have, his car on roofs. It'd be really funny to have a comic book oh that God, was what's his, what's his butler's name what's his what's his friend alfred, alfred. what if there's a comment just about alfred having to basically cover up and fix all the shit that batman does and pay off people all the time <laughs> so, alfred, so his, yeah he's so batman fixer. can have his little hobby and like he's literally yeah. the fixer yeah alfred's just like okay sorry guys this happened again broke all your windows here's a check to fix it
0: there's some there's sorry. some weird badass Alfred plot lines alfred. here and there like yeah, yeah is weird. A, I don't like Alfred being like 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 Batman has sworn not to kill anyone, but I haven't.
1: <laughs> like <he's laughs> yeah. you like
0: holy yeah. shit Alfred I, I'm here to yeah, clean Alfred, it up.
1: Like I'm Alfred is like
2: canonically some Vietnam vet who just apparently yeah. has decided that it, like the war has made him humble, but like not like uh what's it called what's the word? Um but he's not a pacifist. He's like still very aggressive, but he's just like. I will let the younger children deal with it, but then every so often someone's like, "I'm gonna ruin Batman entirely," and it's like, "All right, well now I'm just gonna shoot you in the head." It's like, "Wait, yeah. what?" <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like you get, it's used always- to the,
0: you get used to the Michael Caine version of of like poor poor mm-hmm. delicate Alfred, but then like you watch Gotham and he's like really intimidating, like the, the way they cast him and the way he's set up it's like, "Oh yeah, he's here to protect an orphan whose parents are dead." He's <laughs> yeah. and he's got this whole he's got this whole Milton backstory and everything like this dude's dangerous. Like he, he can take care of himself he and, must they, be. and they fuck like, with that in other versions. Even it's, it's, as a kid, I think
3: yeah. I remember hearing the introduction when the first time I came across Batman, it wasn't like, I think it was the animated TV series. Uh, and the introduction to him having all that stuff is that his company gives him all, you know, his company pay either in my mind, it was this company pays for all of this, but obviously that's not how it works. He earns enough money to pay for all of that. But like, in my mind, I was like, "He, how do they not know that he has all this stuff? He must be, you know, hiding it, obviously. So the tax evasion is, like, baked into, I feel, anyway, is is baked into the, um, the premise. Because in real life, that would be the biggest problem with Batman is that he wouldn't be able to, <laughs> to hide from the, the IRS or something. They would figure I it mean, out. <laughs> but why is he buying so there's much some, There's some guy that reads a
0: fuck ton of Batman uh, that they have to, like, they're like, they're, they're going to be leaving an angry comment because they've heard this exact conversation a hundred times and they've already have all their, their counter arguments ready because they're like 12 layers deep into it or, from well, previous arguments. Well, this is the first time I'm saying this in my
3: entire life, so meh.
2: <laughs> my <laughs> argument is like, is does Bruce Wayne, is he owner, like CEO of the company or is he a board member? And oh, if you probably it, but, depends well, on when you're asking. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm trying to think, like, does that technically mean he's, he's like, uh, stealing from the company when he takes the gadgets that he uses? Because it's all, like, it's R&D that is repurposed into military weapons that is then sold to the government, but, like, Batman just kind of, like, sneaks in the middle uh, of that, and he's like, ooh, look, someone made, like, a cool gun, I'm gonna turn it into a net cannon, and, like, just walks away with that, (laughs) but, like is that theft is that like technically he's like infringed on a patent of his own company is he allowed to just steal products from his own company and like kind of brand them as his own like the battering is clearly a thing that wayne corp sells he just put his bat logo on it like is that granted he's is that not legal? like making
0: granted like i think a lot of the legality questions come into like the question of when it's a, a product which it's not i mean it because he's not selling it, the bat stuff
2: but in, in isn't there like parts of isn't there like a thing where they do sell Batman paraphernalia like they sell little like, like branded is there, Batman, is there Batman stuff? merch in universe? Yeah, there has to be Batman <laughs> like Mickey Mickey ears, merch in universe was, yeah, because people know well, him, remember, like, him like
1: the yeah, there's kids are there's gonna like, want toys
2: there are people in the universe like you know like people in the crowd or whatever wearing batman hats or something like there there has to be merch for batman well, it's like Sp- this like, does Sp- batman
1: doesn't spider-man have merch in universe like in the movie like doesn't that come up in the uh toby mcguire movies
2: yeah i think I, I if i remember correctly it's
1: all like, like
2: merch though like people are just like doing the calvin and hobbs thing we're like fine if you won't sell just it i will <laughs> yeah but it's still like I it's such remember. a weird batman yeah. goes like back how to does the furry thing
0: Batman Beyond <laughs> was the one where everyone could modify their bodies to be animals. Well, I mean, Batman Beyond was a lot of things. It was like things. a cyberpunk thing.
2: <laughs> Batman Beyond tail. was... There was like... I think, like, Scarecrow literally was a Scarecrow. Um, <laughs> I I think he, like, was like an actual, like, Scarecrow that human hybrid thing. That sounds easy to defeat. Like it just, Very flammable. <laughs> it just it, i don't know like batman beyond was most weird it was, kind of like a, villain. <laughs> it was very much the 2000s like it's exactly what you would imagine is like a <laughs> 2000s batman you're like oh let's just take the jetsons and batman and muah, look at that muah, beautiful everyone Ste- flies Stephanie's around in currently... cars
0: desperately trying to hold her cell phone away from the microphone because she keeps getting notifications and she's had this phone for a while now and she cannot figure out how to mute notification sounds Oh yeah, Android I feel is like like that. I feel like I, I need a council of people that will like try to help her. That might know how to fix this, dude. Because it uh, has to be all. Fixable. All
1: it lets me do, I can't turn the volume down. It won't let me turn the volume down for like re- like text messages. The only thing I can do is to like individually collect each person and put like no notification for each person. But if somebody texts oh, no. me who isn't already in my list of messages, I, I won't have the ability to like like I- I'd have to like find them in my contacts to do this. So if somebody texts me out, <laughs> out of the blue. I haven't done this yet. So like my, there, my aunt sends had, me a text. It goes, ding.
0: It's got to yeah, be fixable though, right? Like there's like, no like, like way. Like my is down So no She has to just not be and, able to find it.
1: I click the button so for volume fastest, and it's down no, all the way. It your, says silent. Your fastest silent. way to do
2: this is to create a list of people that are like important to you, like your family or whatever. Uh, <laughs> or whatever. And, just, or, and then, I don't know if you have like, you have friends, you have a dog that has a cell phone that wants to get in contact with you. Um uh it, it, whoever's like re- important enough that they should be able to reach you no matter what time of day no matter what emergency and then when you're doing something you don't want sound just turn on do not disturb and then nothing shows up like it won't make sounds it won't vibrate nothing will happen it will just be like your phone is turned off for you um no and do then, not disturb shows the the
3: notification pop-up oh it just sure make but i'm sound. saying
2: it won't do like it does noises. none of the like no noises yeah. no uh vibrations or nothing you'll just see like a notification but you won't hear or feel it and unless they're on that list unless it's like you know your mom messages you and you're like oh shit that, that's important maybe she's like she needs just be able to get in contact with me um
1: but, I feel but like like all like those important and... people would would send me stupid shit too <laughs> like they would, it wouldn't be like an emergency list of people because they would just send me like memes or something like, my, my little brother would be on my, like, list of, like, people that I would, like, want to know if something happened in an emergency, but he also, like, sent me some stupid thing.
2: That's, yeah, and that's that. That's why I say like, it's kind of, you kind of have to be a little bit more selective. I, for me, I only have emergency contacts on it. Like, that's, that's it. People that, like, either I need to be able to know that they're not dead or in an emergency <laughs> or they need to be able to reach me, um, like, in the middle of the night to let me know of some kind of, like, news or something. Uh which is like basically like two people, and everyone else is part of like the nope. I'm not gonna get into your bullshit. And <laughs> um, being
3: very antisocial helps in that solution.
2: Well, sure, but <laughs> I, like, but that. you know, but again, this applies <laughs> to like if if you're in a group text with half your family. I'm just uh, say, I'm just
3: saying you're missing a crucial step there. Is the is the being anti- antisocial? i just have it's
1: my phone completely
0: muted all the time
1: no it's you mine's, just turn on, off all sounds, mine's yeah. on muted right now <laughs> it still dings
0: like, I, mean. I don't think anyone can wake me up. <laughs> this, this has night. only
1: been a problem since i upgraded or up, updated my phone and i think they're trying to force they're forced obsolescencing me <laughs> like get a new phone bitch i'm like no yeah after i die like t- you'll take my money when i'm dead
0: you know i'd, I'd be miserable <laughs> if my phone could wake me up ever because there's just there's so many <laughs> random people in my life that might text me at 2 a.m. or call me at like fucking 6 a.m. or something like and it's like no, nah. <laughs> like that, that that would ruin my I mean, day if it. If that's a uh, that's like, like a... top tier antisocial. <laughs> like, yes. I just have my phone <laughs> muted all the time. Period. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm recording like on and off all the time. Most of the time I'm awake, just kind of here and there. So it's like it's always inconvenient to have sounds anyway. But then also but like the whole time I'm death. asleep, people could just like ruin my day by waking me up.
2: I like the idea that you're just, you're basically like, look, you're allowed to have an emergency within this time window, which is the time window that I'm awake, but also not distracted by anything else. I
0: mean, everybody <laughs> so, like, has better options for emergencies than me. Man, I
1: would not wake up,
0: <laughs> I really? Am not, I am not anyone's best option in an emergency. Like, How
2: did, what at all like no like, really nobody you're nobody's best option for an emergency
0: i mean all my extended family is hours away and has someone else there <laughs> like i am not a go-to I person guess. to wake up at 3 a.m because somebody has to get to the hospital like there are like 10 people in that town they can get to first before me
2: <laughs> i guess that's fair i'm i'm pretty much like the the, like the only line of defense
0: really yeah no there's like um, no re- there's no context where it ever happened whereas like any given day i wake up to like three text messages from like the household group chat and like my mom probably tried to call me at 6 a.m because she woke up and just assumes other people are awake and it's like no you're old and you don't sleep very much anymore other people <laughs> need to sleep all night i
2: like the i like the idea that she's <laughs> She's like evolved beyond sleep. She's like, I no longer need it. That's
0: what old is. You just sleep less, more and and more until you sleep forever. You sleep
1: earlier and you wake up earlier.
0: (laughs) No, you would literally sleep less.
1: That is actually true. Yeah, old people
0: sleep way less. Young people are are supposed to sleep the most, which is why high school's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) it's like wake up (laughs) at four to go to school. It's like we're supposed to sleep like twelve hours a day. Fuck you. (laughs) The idea of society in a way that doesn't convenient to your biology. The idea that your body is
2: like realizing that it's running out of time to do stuff—it's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck! Just uh, you don't need to sleep anymore. It's fine. You're not gonna. You're not getting. You're only getting older. It doesn't matter. Just do
0: stuff, please. It probably is something to like, like the extent like your your body might just be regenerating less and working less because it's to just keep you it's going. Just need to work so hard to die. So it just doesn't die. sleep as much. Like, I mean, I think I think that might be part of it. You're just kind of dying in slow motion
1: a oh little my gosh. bit. <laughs> there's like a less and less because
0: like the parts of your body that would be doing work at night and value sleep or just are going away i like the idea that there's like a there's a
2: hill eventually you come over where it's like i'm growing i'm dying <laughs> like,
1: yeah i mean like eventually is. the train stops yeah, going that, up it's just we're, going we're down now and peak. i think we're already there i think we're <laughs> yeah. like i think we're at the top of the down right now <laughs> it'll
0: be around the time that we're like two generations out of touch with the people that are actually watching youtube <laughs>
1: I, oh, I can't
2: no. wait for TikTok that day that
1: comes out, <laughs> man. I, I am curious about the future. Like when I think about, because like YouTube, I'm not, <laughs> and stuff is like like this. This all became relevant in our lifetime. It's like, oh yeah. So there's gonna come a point where it's like there there are gonna be content creators that are like elderly relatively soon. Yeah, there even and are a few. Yeah, but it'll be like them it'll be all, like basically everyone who's on YouTube now who wants to continue being a YouTuber will be an elderly person yeah. on YouTube. And I just, I just it, it's like in the same way that like, oh, well. it'll be like
0: the novelty. Like,
1: I'm the old man that still plays video games. How are you doing, kids? I say
0: weird stuff like well, I mean
1: references. Kids. It's all going to be old people watching
3: <laughs> Let's Plays.
0: I mean, I think you know, kids don't watch Let's Plays.
1: Well, yeah, but but 40 but-
0: years. Our vocabulary is just a bizarre amalgam of stuff that no one understands. anymore. Yeah, righteous dude. <laughs> no like- one knows what we're referencing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But, but, but then you might have audience members who are, all, like, the same age as us who just tag along because it's comfortable for them in the same way that, like, adults now, like, will watch TV with people that they grew up watching TV with. Like, this is just like in the Big Lebowski. I don't,
0: <laughs> I
2: don't like the idea that I that there'll be a point, there'll be some kind of point in the future where it will be normal for me, an old man, to be watching uh, like hot tub streamers on Twitch because it's what I grew up <laughs> with, and someone's gonna be like, Yeah, that's just that's just what he's always watched. Like, grandpa's always just watched those hot tub streamers, yeah. like, Grandpa, grandpa's like, always what?
1: watched mukbangs. Like, yeah, I mean, like what a weird, what a we
2: I don't know, like what a weird world to imagine where instead of like Sunday night, our parents it's, would
0: have like woman posters and shit around like here's my hot babe calendar and my woman clock that is such and stuff. a weird like, like
1: outdated you know so my, my dad they my still dad, sell those my dad They're asked great. me about my brother They're because great. like because he was like he was concerned that my brother didn't have stuff like that
0: like, yeah, you, you, just, just, you didn't <laughs> have, like, women on your walls of your bedroom, I mean, so you were like, are you gay?
1: But my, my dad's not at all. He would not care if my brother was gay. In fact, he was more upset that my brother wouldn't tell him he was gay because he was like, I want him to be himself. And I thought that oh, was really that's sweet. But,
0: yeah.
1: but but like wow. but like he's like, I don't want him to feel afraid to be himself. Like, do you think he's gay? And I'm like... I'm like, D-. and it's funny because my brother's like told me, he's like, everyone thinks I'm gay. Like, I'm not gay. I just like, I'm not going to hang posters <laughs> of chicks on my wall, dad. Okay. But dad's like, yeah, because like when I was growing up, I had stuff like that. And like, he doesn't have anything. Like, <laughs> that- He doesn't talk about girls with me. I'm like, he's not going to talk about girls with you because you're his fucking dad. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. Is it? He talks about girls with me. This is part of, <laughs> why, people so
0: is part of why people are so That's, insecure and yeah. in constantly performing their masculinity at each other constantly because they're terrified that anyone will just like assume they're gay if they don't. That's so, I don't know, I guess, I, like, I, There's nothing I'm more trying fragile to think,
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think in my own, like, growing up, I, I always had that problem of, like, my, well, my father mostly was just assuming that I was gay, because, like, all you do is play video games, and you never go outside and talk to girls, how are you gonna meet girls, it's like, I don't,
0: I don't know. The like, only drive in life. Nothing else matters.
2: Yeah, I was like, I don't care. I got to beat Jurassic Park on the <laughs> PS1. What do, what do you <laughs> want me, Joke's on you, me, dad. Man? Video games are going to be my job. Yeah, it's like, what, do you want me to go have kids right now? I'm like 15 years old. <laughs> like, what the fuck's out. wrong with you? Like, it's, but it, you know, like, it's, and so at some point, it just, you hear it enough times where someone's like, are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? You're like, oh, I think they're just like weirdly saying this. I don't think it has any context. So you just kind of move on. And you don't, like, think about it beyond that. And now when I think about, like, do I have... I, like, try to think about, like, do I even have anything that would, like... Insinuate my sexuality
0: on my wall. You
1: know, it, um, it, it's such a double standard because like, nobody would ask me that. That's the thing is like nobody would ever like okay, like you know like <laughs> and
0: you have a lot of women running walls.
1: <laughs> yeah, in fact, yeah, I'm the one. I'm the one with the weird fucking posters with naked chicks yeah. on the walls. I have, I mean, not not like the classic like you know not the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition ones, yeah. but like you've got a naked I, lady I, I literally from your have one. I do. You're yeah, I have fan. a Shabari rope figurine hanging from my fan. I literally have a poster. <laughs> of it's a really it's a really nice art print of like a nun getting head from a goat (laughs) it is so awesome oh (laughs) and like so i'm the one with the weird porn on my wall i'm the one that like swings both ways but nobody harassed me if i was gay because you know if girls don't say anything about boys or girls or whatever just everyone assumes that they're just a normal girl who just there's there's also the weird mentality that. that
0: lesbians aren't real
1: well I, think, I mean people more well, likely to say that bisexual people aren't there's a real. whole
0: that's weird i think that's what you meant yeah that, you meant bisexual also, well, people yeah like, real. there's this whole there's this whole headspace that all that uh where people th- think that women only pretend to be interested in women for uh, the benefit of men basically or they're like it's like ex- cute experimenting not as a real oh, thing that, and so well, you
1: on. know it does come up later in pop culture you'll see more lesbian representation than gay yeah, man representation it's because more it's more yeah because it's like Oh, well, like that's cute. But, like that's not cute. Two dicks. No. <laughs> it's also
3: part of. Uh, there's. There's also like a sexual. <laughs> I suppose sexualization might not be the word, but there's. There's. Uh, this idea that lesbians on screen is for the benefit of heterosexual men. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe. It, maybe you're right. It's about just how cute it is, but also there's a there's a certain level of just pure misogyny there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I I think people who are homophobic are more cool with lesbians than they would be with with two gay guys. Because
2: I I love that. That sounds great. I love the idea that just like someone be upset where it's like two guys kissing and they're romantically involved. Ugh, the only sword fighting I want to see is samurai warriors. Like, we're kind of weird. (laughs) Like, I don't like what. How is that any different? I don't know. Like. Well, I imagine like isn't that isn't yeah, that how gay sex works? Before. You just, just like yeah, slam yeah, yeah. each other's dicks together, and whoever, think, whoever like comes first wins.
1: I think like, if you know, the... I think if you know what sword fighting is, you might already be like on the, you already might be like in the in the gay group chat. Okay, like you might already have looked at some stuff if you know what sword fighting is. Well, well yeah, that's but actually, it, it, that's but also like something if you're,
3: if you're, if you're it's that, repulsed, that
1: happens though. If you're like, that repulsed, it's like it's like
3: to reference
0: that in middle school.
3: No, no. The people people who are the most hateful towards towards um, towards uh, towards homosexuality is it, it, it happens that there are people who are actually interested in in exploring their own sexuality in that in the in in that regard and that's, that's why self hatred.
1: Yeah, they're like they're yeah. yeah. No, honestly, the I most, because, like, most homophobic people I've ever met was this guy in high school who like i thought was very calm i thought it was very common knowledge that this this guy was gay because he would he would do that thing where he would flirt with girls but like in a way that came off like he was joking you know like oh you look hot today and i was like thanks but it turns out actually i was dating this guy that was in a a church group i've always been an atheist i just was there for for nice for nice support Mm -hmm. and then uh he was there and he was talking so much shit on gay people and i'm like oh no you hate (laughs) yourself i was and not not to like not like oh i know for sure that you're gay but like i was i am i would put i would put all of my money right now on on him being either outwardly currently or secretly a gay man and it made me so sad because he i was like i think you you really don't like yourself dude i, f-
2: I feel like i can relate a lot to that as a gamer
1: because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you also don't like what yourself. Is this
2: going? <laughs> I I really hate games, but I man, I love playing video games. Like it's just. What did you
0: uh, say?
2: I don't know. I I, no, I, I no, never. That, I, I guess bad. I. It's it's really hard to to try. I I struggle to empathize with people who don't want to who who want to hate something that they are. I don't. I don't know. It. I like just hate yourself normally i don't think you have to hate yourself for for what you don't what project you are. your hate towards others yeah basically. like don't like don't take why don't take why you hate yourself and put it on other people just hate yourself like that's you normal keep, keep everyone hates <laughs> themselves yeah keep like keep yeah. your hate
1: for yourself to yourself
0: life advice from you, andrew
2: yeah you don't need to like you don't need to project your hate on other middle, people man, you can hate just yourself yeah like why are you wasting your time being angry at other <laughs> Final people point for, of advice
0: no further steps needed no, not at all, no. I mean, you could
2: go to therapy and hate a person for telling you that you are a thing that you hate, but, like, I guess... <laughs> that just sounds like a waste of money, honestly, but it's fine. It's your money. You can do what you want with it. The uh, It's just... I don't know. I, I, again, I, I it's really hard to... I grew up around a lot of people who were unapologetically bad people. Like, they didn't... They had no issues just being the worst possible people, uh, and they didn't hate... like they didn't hate other people or themselves they were just awful people and so to me it's just like weird to see people who hate themselves but use it to hurt other people and not just be like just i don't know just either be yourself and hate yourself or just hate yourself like, I, I, don't, I don't know why you have to, like, not be yourself and hate other people. It's such a weird, like, it's such a weird choice to go down. Like, I don't like, know. Just, like, like, like
1: fix, fix one of these things. Like, yeah, just, like, if
2: you're going to actively hurt one, yourself, yeah. at least be yourself while you're hurting yourself. I don't know why you have to, like, suppress yourself and hurt yourself at the same time. It's such a weird, like, it, it's like tying both of your feet together and swimming. Like, don't why? Just, like, such a weird, just 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 go stand in the water until you can't anymore just it's fine to do that like you don't have to like struggle the whole time you're also trying to drown yourself it's not necessary <laughs> it's such a, a weird quite, what a
1: metaphor
0: this got so fucking confusing That's so well, no, sorry. I, 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 just... I
1: understand i mean like as as a chick right like chicks hate each other like it's it's just one of those things that like comes up all the time like women just hate on other women constantly and I'm like, guys, stop it! Like, th- this is this is this is against our purpose. Like, you're the, the the divisiveness of us being so taught to be so insecure that we like projected on each other out of like we just hate each other constantly. Like, it's not helping our cause. Mm-hmm. Like, you talk to like feminists, they all fucking hate each other. And it's like, dude, you guys gotta team up. Like, stop. St- and you guys got your own problems. Gotta work through them. Stop projecting them on each other. Like chill you gotta chill out we gotta work together okay teamwork mm-hmm. but no that's such a that's... constant thing like it helps it helps the uh, helps the patriarchy that women all hate each other but we yep. fucking do Cause like because
0: you're, <laughs> you're you're raised kind of in a context of like
1: competitiveness yeah and like, like
0: like you're always yours your value is always in that comparison girl's prettier to other than people. you
1: you should hate her like that that <laughs> mentality is such a it's still rampant like
0: well, that was the moral yeah. of, the, of the podcast. Everybody, hate yourself, hate yourself,
1: and not others. See
0: you next. Yeah, week. yeah. <laughs> don't don't hate other people. Only yourself. Andrew, Andrew
1: <laughs>
3: said the most beautiful sentence though. Go stand on the water until you just can't anymore.
0: He said. <laughs> I, he said, "Drown yourself." I don't know if you picked up on that. Oh, so that was after
2: that. That was after.
3: No, that, that. was drowning.
0: That's the drowning. Is the stay that's in the water d- drown. Yeah, no. He said, that's, "Stand that's bad though." Bad advice.
2: I didn't say go be Jesus until you can't anymore. <laughs> like, okay, it wasn't be- okay.
0: I'm sorry. You, you, I your misunderstanding to... tried to make it beautiful, but no, it was no, Andrew. I, I like, no.
1: I like, I like the interpretation. <laughs> I like that interpretation. We should keep that nice, no. beautiful interpretation. No.
0: no, this is not. A, this is not a, a, a po- podcast that's telling you to kill yourself. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm the standing not, in no, the water
1: no. until you can't anymore. Like that. That. I don't know. Maybe that's They're about all resolve. And not about killing
3: yourself. Like it
2: sounds like like a toad in hot water. Like just stay there until it's too hot, and then just leave. Just get out. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Take take a hot bath until it's too much. Like I guess that is is bad advice to a toad.
3: None
0: of this was good
1: advice. This (laughs) is a train wreck. Good night, everybody. (laughs) None of us are qualified to tell you anything. Good night. (laughs) Got to stop (laughs) by. Nope.